Hello and welcome to a WoW podcast, obviously starring Taliesin and Evertal. Episode number four. It is episode number four. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome Hello. everyone. It's nice. To, sorry you were waiting there for lots of music. The sad thing is you were waiting, but at least, you know, in YouTube, you're in your house doing your thing, waiting for us to appear on the screen. Um, but, uh, oh, <laughs> there we go. I'm just going to get rid of that there we go um uh but, but extra apologies to all the people that have been waiting for minutes of music at the beginning of the podcast Very on sorry, spotify guys. or anything Evertel just went downstairs we just started and she just went downstairs i did she's back up the stairs now don't worry here she is what's it like downstairs right now i wouldn't know uh well the painter is having his lunch now mm. uh which what's he having uh a tesco sandwich i think which i am not having because uh i foolishly placed a delivery order about an hour and a half ago. Feeling very optimistic I would have a subway. That's why you were late to the podcast. <laughs> you were, oh, that, sorry, this is all news to me. This is all coming out now. That's why you were late to the podcast is because you were waiting for your delivery. No, I wasn't because it's not going to be here for another half hour. So. Oh, what did you so, order? Uh, a six inch. Always. Oh, it's not, it's not, well, yeah, always. Uh, it's no longer, oh, what is it called? It, they've, they've changed all the names at Subway. I literally had a. What, what's what, in it? Uh, it, Italian meats. An Italian six-incher, as it's, always. No, yeah, well, yeah, really, I mean, yeah. You... <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. So, I actually, I actually had to catch myself last time I went there, and then, and I was like, "Where's my uh, what you call it? Spicy Italian or whatever?" And she's like, "That's not." What oh it's no, anymore. you were the old person. Yeah, at, like, uh, yeah. you were my mum. You were my mum. You were the you were the like. So, if anyone has ever worked in uh, like a, a Starbucks or a coffee shop or like any kind of new style coffee shop, by new I mean like as in not some kind of old lady cafe that's been there since the eighties or whatever. My mum is that customer who I call the just give me a proper coffee yeah. like uh, a customer she'll go in there and she's like oh oh i don't know if i want a, a chocky mockyati billy bongy no just give me a, a, a black coffee just give me a proper black coffee and it's like I, uh, yes madam i haven't even asked what you want yet but thank you i will give you a black so do you mean an americana just just, just give me a proper coffee Come on, um, and and then it's like yes. So so you mean an americano then? If that's what it's called, if that's what it's called, that's what I mean. Yes, uh, yeah. My mum is that, and it sounds like you're that with Subway now. Uh, no, actually, I'm just the person who they literally changed the name like a week ago. So so I was just like, where, which, which is it? Um, so anyway, that is Do you think in theory that's why the what order is supposed is to be coming. So because it could be, it could like, be because they're like a six-inch Italian. Like, and we changed the names last week, so I can't possibly imagine what that could possibly be. Yeah, um, and it, it's pouring rain outside. There's no food in the house, so this was like kind of a desperate uh, last uh, attempt at getting something to eat before the podcast. Instead, I will just sit in my coffee. Um, you seem incredibly happy about it. Oh yeah, no, the coffee's amazing. <laughs> so wait a minute, you, why don't you just tell? The builder to go and get you a tesco sandwich on, on his way i would i would never ask the builder to get me a sandwich well, you're asking me to paint that, your that bathroom feels, yeah i'm paying him for that i'm not paying him to get me a sandwich why don't you just do like my pe teacher used to do back in the day killer evans back in bishop gore school he'd like go uh my surname is richards by the way and and he'd go uh richards congratulations you have won the competition uh, what's the competition sir the competition 
is the one you've won. And the prize is you get to go to the co-op and buy me a Snickers bar. Here is 20 pence. And it's like, even back then, you know, I'm pretty old, man. But even back then, a Snickers bar cost more than 20 pence. Um, And yeah, so basically it was child abuse. Killer Evans. Yeah, pretty, pretty green. He used to make us, he used to make us uh, get out of the swimming pool when we were swimming. And he used to make us do press-ups while he sprayed us with a cold hose. That's, that's like kind of homoerotic, but... (laughs) Probably no, not. It could be a warm hose. Yeah. I guess it made our nipples go all Batman-y, I guess. I mean, regardless of what it is, it's probably, probably not the right thing to do. Um, so, yes, yeah, so, uh, apologies for people watching us on camera today. Because also because the painter is here. I could not quite extract my hairbrush or makeup from the bathroom. What, he's using so, all your toiletries? Yeah, he's, this he's, he's obscene. Just, he's what just a monster. On. I know, I know. This is so. insane. He comes in here eating our food, like hiding your six inch Italian, like, getting rid of your hair, bros. What, what's going on here? Do I, I need know. to have a word with him? I will, <laughs> I will. And when I do, I'll be the Welshest that you've ever heard any human being. <laughs> That's what I do when I speak to builders, especially here, obviously in Swansea, is like, I get so Welsh. I become the Welshest man you've ever heard in your it life. It is, it's I'm really like, embarrassing. I am tamping right now. Where's my wife's hairbrush butt? Hey, it's not a problem, like, it's not a problem, just so you know. I'm, I'm It's not a problem, like, right? It's I'm just your ball and chain. Like. You know what she's like, like, you know what women's like, like, hey, boys, hey, boys, hey, uh, yeah. Um, so that exactly that's that's what you got to do. That's my that's my talking to to builders uh, like uh, voice. That's that's how it works. So yeah, uh, that, okay. That's why you were downstairs because you were waiting for food. No, I wasn't actually. I was I was literally ushering the painter out and trying to extract my stuff from the bathroom. Uh, but here we are. Uh, what are we talking about today, Tally? We're talking about World of Warcraft hey. because this is a World of Warcraft podcast, obviously. And you know what? The great thing about World of Warcraft is, and doing a podcast about World of Warcraft is right um you know sometimes it just writes itself and that's exactly what happens this week because what else could we possibly talk about apart from season of discovery uh, let me do a close up to show the excitement season of discovery look how excited i am about it your, your turn evie Yay! Season of Discovery! <laughs> yeah! Oh man, who could resist? Like, it is the game mode of Classic that has taken Classic and indeed World of Warcraft by storm. I can't get onto Twitter without seeing people talking about how brilliant no, Season of Mastery it. is. People are loving I can't, it. I can't chat online without people telling us how brilliant Season of Mastery is. People, you know, Wowhead is all over that shiz and people are just having a great time. Isn't that brilliant to see? Yeah, no. Are you people? Uh, are you among the people? Uh, the people don't like to admit that I'm people, but sometimes I am, honestly. So what? Uh, what is your opinion on Season Mastery? How, how has it been going for you? How's I, your game going? I for haven't you? touched it at all, and I'm never going to play it. <laughs> To be quite frank with you, oh, I say never, How's never that? is a That's bit a professional uh, wow player. Never is a bit, um, uh, a bit strong. No, I, I probably will log into it at some point. Well, um, you haven't got long. It's only a season. Yeah, it's only a season. It's only a temporary transitory thing. No, I know. Don't I you know. want to tank as a warlock? I mm, haven't. Isn't that something you've always been waiting for? Maybe if they implement, and this is this is what I said before. If they implement this stuff in like retail WoW, then yeah, obviously. Obviously, I'll play it. <laughs> but it's funny, isn't it? Like, um, so, so I, I, you know, this is a show mostly about, uh, as you can t- tell by the conversation we had at the beginning of this podcast, it's laser focused, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, com- uh, you know, we like to talk mostly about retail, 
that's what we play you know there's always something to talk about in classic as well but you know i, I feel like we've become a bit bloated and a bit kind of uh you know too broad if that's the kind of uh, approach we took likewise grand theft auto 3 even though like i mean i would say i would wager that i'm actually more excited about grand theft auto 3 than season of discovery grand, grand theft auto 3 six, wow six. yeah i, I bet you're somewhere excited on my screen yeah, yeah. i grand theft auto 3 <laughs> it's going 3d you know it's like an open world <laughs> i feel like it's just going to be really fun yeah no grand theft auto 6 looks amazing obviously um and i, I will have had about six seasons of discovery by the time it releases as well yeah, so, it's, you know. it's possible uh, but no i also haven't played um seasons of discovery mostly because i just don't i don't dabble with uh um you know the old uh uh classic much no me neither me neither i just i can't quite it, it's just such a different game mode and i love that it exists and I, I love that people are having a really good time and you're getting the tools excuse me oh my to play in the in the ways that you want to play um but uh yeah it's because it's because it's just such a completely different game yeah probably not gonna play it <laughs> So I don't have time for new games. <laughs> it's true. I literally I mean, don't have any time for new but, games. But so. like, you know, something we talked about a lot on, on stream on Twitch yesterday, because, you know, we're not just YouTube stars. We're also internationally renowned uh, Twitch streamers. Um, something uh, I was talking about with chat on there yesterday was like, you know, everyone's enjoying Season of Discovery. Would you like something similar in WoW? I guess the question is, and we're going to make a video about this on the main channel, I think. But, you know, the question is, what lessons would you like to see retail wow take from season of discovery mm. you know what what would you do what would what would what would be the lessons and people in chat are kind of you know sort of the, the most common thing that they say is variety in 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 class design right um and it's a difficult one that because the variety that season of uh, discovery is introducing into class design in in uh in classic is by definition, incredibly temporary, you mm -hmm. know? So I, I would argue that it's not really the changing up of, of, of you know, classes and, and play styles and, and what have you that makes season of discovery so special because you could do that in the game at any time, sure. you know? Like you could add... Uh, tanking warlocks into retail tomorrow mm -hmm. and everyone would be really happy and everyone would be really pleased and they'd be like wow yeah great fun but it would be a permanent change that you know that's just what wow is now i feel like the fun of season of discovery is you get to play as a warlock tank but it's not a fundamental change just to the game now. permanently. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It is just like a temporary thing. Mm -hmm. It's like a fun filter that they've put over for a season, right? Yeah. And, and I know the season is coming out in increments and it's 25 and it's going to go up to a, a higher um, kind of uh, item level, uh, item level, uh, level and, and things like that. So, you know, I, the only way you could really replicate that in WoW and, and also like the idea that it's it's understood and it's implied and you know that you are going to be starting a new character to do this you have to they're fresh mm -hmm. realms, right so again that's not something people do so much on retail it's something that happens a lot on wow on classic because you know you might have played a bit of uh classic and then you might have played a bit of bc and you probably start a new character for that and then mm -hmm. boosted it <laughs> um mm -hmm. and, and then you probably played a bit of wrath and you may or may not have taken your character on or you may have started a new one you know you, you like at this point classic players have started multiple hardcore characters if that's something that they do as well um so you know there's very much a sense with classic that despite leveling being so much harder and and being so much longer 
because leveling is so much more part of the classic experience i think oh, absolutely yeah um i mean you don't really have to level in retail it is seen as like less part of the fun that you have oh yeah it's the, it's the bit that you get out of the way like leveling is almost removed from like story questing as well yeah, like exactly. you can just like bop dungeons right like they're not you know yeah so there's this understanding that when there's a new season in classic it'll happen on a new server which you go into and you start a new character and in that respect it's very much more like Diablo or Path of Exile or something you know this is the fun thing that's happening this season and to do it really you're starting a new character and you're leveling them because like leveling your character through this new fun thing that's the game now and that's what it is for this season Mm -hmm. and you know the only way you could really replicate that in, in retail would be to have new seasonal servers which you know you did fun stuff on you know and i, yeah. I i'd be really up for that and the, so like, just fun servers yeah fun servers but with the idea that it's not your main doing it no absolutely and, and, just and, like fresh servers yeah like, exactly completely clean. And, and like the yeah. like the whole point of these servers and the whole point of the season like in season of discovery is that you are leveling a new character and you know maybe i'm speaking out of turn correct me if i'm wrong people in the chat but i don't think that retail players would be as up for that as classic players are i think it's less kind you know people have been playing their main in in retail for 20 years a lot of the time um i would be i think it'd be great i'd, I'd love to kind of uh, have a, a season of discovery style server for retail wow where you go in and they just they just you know they're just like playing things up you know it's just yeah. it's just they, they've mixed it up it's super fun um I, I you know coming up with ideas of things you could do on a retail seasonal discovery server or you know just a, just a, a seasonal server um fun things you could do uh and and you know stuff that would i would have i would have the season of the baller the bo- what's the baller the season of the baller is where all uh you can't queue dungeons and uh all kind of mobs in the open world are elite level like you know dungeon level mobs so it encourages you to team up with other people in the open world to level up because basically you need to do that to be able to take down mobs in the world Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. okay so so like, it, yeah, like it's that. about and then what i do is I, I i i treat these seasonal servers like basically a kind of a uh a mage tower where you know if you level your character all the way through the seasonal server to to max level um and through whatever the fun thing is that season then you uh get like a transmog or something like that or a weapon appearance or something like that sure and, and like you know the season of the ball is just the first thing i thought of because i thought what would encourage kind of grouping and this idea that oh the mobs are all like dungeon level mobs so you know you're going to get your ass kicked if you don't kind of team up with people and do that mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of fun i think that i, I think i think yeah season of struggling no you see mm-hmm. what you've done there uh, J- uh jason is you know you've looked at my idea and you've gone oh that'll be too hard i've looked at that idea and gone no you're a baller you're like i'll struggle and i'm like no you're a baller i believe in you jason you you are the baller and my season will make you the baller that you deserve to be all this kind of just sounds like you know like fun private servers you know like where well, you, isn't that the whole point where you, where, really? exactly where yeah. you just join a, a private server where you can jump really high and everywhere right like- yeah yeah totally <laughs> um and you know whenever like that's the thing like because whenever uh blizz do introduce a a new way of leveling like you know when chromie time was introduced 
It was like, mm-hmm. I, I had every class at max level, but I went back and I leveled some characters because there was a fun new thing to do in leveling and I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was fun and I really enjoyed it. I didn't need to level a character. I haven't used basically any of those characters since, but I went back and I went through Chromie Time when that was released in Shadowlands and I experienced it and it was really fun. And if you had things that mixed the game up just temporarily and i think that temporary thing the transitory nature of season of discovery is so fun and it's one of the reasons why people are you get that sense of discovery back in the way that you don't get with like a new patch in retail because Mm -hmm. when a new patch comes out in retail and it's got new stuff in it that's stuff like that you have to learn that's stuff which is like it's in the game now forever and you need to learn how to make your way through it so in the hundred other times that you make your way through it later on with other characters maybe in years to come you know what's going on and you know how it's affecting the game and you know what what kind of uh like impact that has on you whereas season discovery like it's transitory it's like i don't have to learn any of this no you know i actually can just experience it let it wash over me because yeah there's min maxing to do at max level and stuff like that and there is a joy in min maxing there's a fun in min maxing but also you know i can just let this be an experience and and take it for what it is because it is transitory like this season will be over in i guess a a few months or something is that the idea have they they set how long it's going to be exactly sure but um you know uh obviously like the most fun part of any of the rollout is the bit where the level goes up for a bit you know so there is a new raid to be doing at 25 but that that won't last super long you know uh, people were dinging 25 after a couple of days and stuff so i can't imagine it's like um it's it's super long term but then there is that thing of gotta get and you know the the runes themselves are kind of more like uh the heart of azeroth than anything else you know you you get them from questing and you get them from doing stuff and uh and and various different activities some of them are tied to rep you know some of them are tied to well the 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 warlock tanking one was tied to like a, a raid drop and now it's tied to like other things as well so like that reminds me a lot of how you used to get the the heart of Azeroth, um, yeah. and I think I think stuff like that could definitely work in in retail. I think that could be super fun, and it it might be. And you know, there's a part of me that was like, you know, it already exists in classic. Do we really need it in in retail? It already exists there. If you want to play something like Season of Discovery, you go to classic. But genuinely, I think it, I think it could be fun. Like in in retail, you've got like you've got the whole retail world, right? You've got so many more different locations and and kind of things that you could use and utilize, um, and and things like that. So I don't know, like you know, they could just do a thing like there could be a season of the mix up where you know every dungeon has just different bosses in it from different dungeons. Sure, why not? And it's just all mixed up right. and stuff like that. I don't yeah. know, just stuff like that could be fun. And we'll see what season of discovery kind of um evolves into when it you know. It, it, because this won't be the the final season of discovery that classic has for sure no, i'd be definitely. surprised if their next season was a season of discovery you know i'd expect it to be something completely different um but i i think the the concept of a season of discovery will be something that crops up kind of again and again over uh classic's lifespan yeah and presumably classic is just going to keep catching up to where we are <laughs> So, well, I mean, as long as uh, retail keeps uh, releasing an expansion every two years, no, we'll always stay exactly the same amount behind. That's what I mean. Uh, sort of ahead. Well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. But we'll we'll keep progressing through what we now think of as retail and oh, the passage yeah. of time. 
Yeah, and then uh, then you know, I guess the next obvious thing would to be have like a burning crusade season of discovery. Yeah, probably. Where there's yeah. all this, but leveling through Outland, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe your character's able to go into Outland, uh, Outland straight away mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And and likewise with a Wrath one and a Kata one, and you know, we'll be on Pandaria by then as well. So right. yeah, yeah, um, and that's what I think anyway. I, I like I I would I genuinely would love to see um, a season of discovery kind of equivalent in retail but i think like um i think the lesson to take from it is the transitory nature of it the kind of temporary nature of it the just having fun for the sake of it and it not being a meaningful <laughs> kind of permanent change to the game so like i don't think the lesson to take is you know changing up classes is something we should we should do in retail because without having a season of discovery to do it in you what you're describing there is you're just talking like permanent changes to a class yeah, exactly. which is like which is like we do that all the time anyway and and then it's <laughs> like yeah it's not always it's not always the best thing to do so yeah I, I think the lesson is to um if you do want to take something from season of discovery and put it put it in retail i think the i think the lesson is to yeah have just some fun servers where the understanding is that you are starting a character from scratch the understanding is like they will kind of basically go into maintenance once the season is done you know mm-hmm. and and you know be able to transfer any characters you you level there into your retail uh, kind of server after it's done um but uh yeah yeah and and have like you know achievements and cosmetics that you can pick up in in the season of discovery for retail that will obviously apply to your retail account and stuff like that it's a great idea like and it's it's so awesome to see the community so hyped about it and mm-hmm. so engaged with oh, it absolutely people um, are loving it yeah, and I'm 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 not jealous because I don't get jealous of classic. That's kind of weird, but I I you know I it makes me excited to think about how you know we could have something like that in retail as well. And I think it'd be great. But most important thing, super glad that um classic people and beyond are having loads of fun with season of discovery. I think that's I think that's great. Probably still won't do it myself. No, uh, well, <laughs> you've you've kind of uh, tempted me into doing it now. Oh, all this, really? All this talk of it is. Uh, <laughs> would you? Would you? Might dip my toes in. Yeah. Would yeah, you? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, you would. The two things that I know nothing about. Yeah, well, exactly. Really you never good. played a warlock before, so no, exactly. your first experience of it would be a warlock tank. You've never tanked before either. No, I, I, I don't see what could possibly go wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you been doing in WoW then, if you haven't been uh, playing Season of Discovery like everyone else? Uh, just just retailing it up. Um, I finally got my four set. Yay. Yes. How? How did you get your full set? Uh, you're, you're only doing like one normal raid a week, and oh. by the time you get to normal raid, they're usually like pretty much just done. And that. Well, that. yeah. I mean, last last week I managed to get on and get the last two bosses. Um, uh, this week on Tuesday I managed to get on for Farak. <laughs> like that was it. Um, uh, and yeah, I, I got some. I got some goods. Uh, I got a, a tier piece in my vault. Which was nice, and uh, then used my catalyst oh, on some bits nice. and bobs, and got my got my four set, which is really good. And I it, saw I saw that like uh, Wow had posted kind of the the like DPS rankings and uh, most recent ones. Loads of marksmen, like Beast Mastery and marksmen, are like two and three at the minute. It's just all everyone just getting their four sets and suddenly being like. So it's a good four set then, right? Yeah, it's great. It's just it's just lots of damage. It's just it's just do more. As a hunter, more, that's literally damage. all you want. It's right? all you can ask for. Yeah. Really, as a hunter. Like no like, you know, cool uti- no cool utility, no nothing. Literally just this <laughs> oh, yeah, does hunter, more damage. For not having cool yeah, exactly. Utility. It's yeah, like yeah. this does more damage and this maybe happens more 
in order to do more damage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks, great. Um, so, uh, <coughs> excuse me. So yeah, so I, I got myself the the four set. Um, yeah, I was zooming around a little bit yesterday, just like doing some seeds and world quests and stuff, and felt definitely felt a lack of story um quest. yeah like, you were actually sitting next to me as i was doing some work and you were just yeah. catching up on the reset and yeah. stuff um you we have reset on a wednesday of yeah. course and and you were like is there any new like, story yeah. because i do have because you know because i i this was technically not my main um uh for the beginning of dragon oh, yeah you were so, a voker till you die yeah i was a voker expansion. and uh uh, and because of that, my my map is full of unfinished quests, like main story quests, like shield quests. Like I've done, I've done the. <laughs> Sorry, uh, just okay, in case. Most uh, apologies stuff. to everyone listening. Like Evie is clearly very ill, and she's fighting through uh, coughing and illness yeah, just, to to just, be here. Just, just so a gentle just to be clear, really. she's hangry and she's ill. Yeah, which is and oh my I, god! Like I'm my lucky lunch I'm alive. is sitting on the doorstep. <laughs> Oh, is it? In the rain, yeah. No, it doesn't go matter. No, 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 of course I'll not. I'll go get it. No, you tell people no, no. that. Is it really no, no, there right now? Yeah, it is, but oh, no, 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 there's no guys, point guys. in getting it now. Because I can't eat screen. it now. No, I can't it doesn't matter, it but I can put it in the oven and keep it warm. Like, oh, thank you. Yes, put, put the subway put yeah, the subway yeah. in the oven. That's, this is really, this is great. This is a really great idea. Um, so yeah, so I actually, I actually felt kind of like, oh, I, I, I missed, I missed just having some, some story quests to do this week. Cause, yeah, yeah. cause those are the, uh, those are like the, the, the glue for me that kind of carry, like, I think Tally and the builder have, uh, arrived back at the same time. <laughs> um, wow. I can't, can't wait to get this sub, get my hands on my subway an hour and a half later. Um, but yeah, but so, uh, so the minute you know the week where you don't get a story drop it's like oh wait is, a, is there a is there anything i can do no so there's those i i just feel immense guilt for not um uh catching up on my old story quests and not having something that i can procrastinate by doing so if i don't have like a kind of let's do it now story quest it's like well maybe it's time to go back and do all the ones you missed Nah, maybe, maybe one day. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, so so that's what that's what I've been doing yesterday. I just had kind of a quick catch up, zooming around. Um, oh no, please don't bring it up here. I just hear crinkling. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh wow! Thank you, Tally. Yeah, just put that downstairs. To you want me to put it downstairs? What am I going to do with it now? You can eat it. I'm not going to eat it now. Don't you? I will leave it, I'll leave it out here. Yeah. And, and I'm not a professional. God. Anyway, so um, so yeah, that's um, that's that's what I've been up to. Uh, uh, just doing that. I've 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 got to do some keys. I did not manage to do a key last week, so I need to need to get back on my key uh goal. This is like my 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 you know personal goal is like I literally just do keys. Just do them. Just do keys. Yeah. How so, many yeah. keys you done this week? Uh, zero. <sighs> Failing your goals. Yeah, that's what I just said. This is said. crazy. The yeah. words I, I mean, just said. And likewise, last week, I also didn't manage to do any last week. So um, th mm -hmm. the thing is, <laughs> keys keys are hard because I want to do them with Tally. But when you have the two of us doing them together, it's usually at night, which means... You're taking your life into your own hands, Exactly, basically. which means that one child is probably going to wake up at some point. They're really good. They're brilliant. They're amazing. But it's, uh, it's yeah... 
it's it, it and when that happens obviously the healer is not going to leave so it's, it's <laughs> well, you, you know what i mean I like the healer is not going to drop against out that. Yeah, yeah 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 totally but i don't <laughs> well, know i think why i just days, have to start playing tank now you got your full set they're gonna be like <laughs> i don't know man evie is pumping so hard right now that i think we could probably do without a healer um so yeah i don't know i, I think it'd be fine i think yeah. it'd be fine you yeah no no well yeah the thing is right like i i got so <laughs> i this wow is it's at, at the level we play it at right and this is not what we're going to talk about this episode okay okay here, before i moan about this right, yeah here's what i want to talk about this episode. what are we actually talking about okay. this episode? Tony? i want to talk about the chris metzen effect that okay. Dan Olsen kind of uh oh, hinted at oh speaking of keys yeah yeah exactly okay. and uh and, and the effect that that's having on the game and I think mm-hmm. I think you know season of discovery is actually kind of I don't think that's a Christmas idea but I think that is kind of feeding into that as well at the moment and just like a really really good feeling around wow which is cool um and uh I also want to talk about the uh the the when Azoth is born video that we put out last weekend oh, and some yeah. of the responses and and uh kind of counter theories and Lots sort of, of good uh, talk about that. about that video so yeah yeah um that's what i want to do so yeah but i there's just i can't help but notice the really really great feeling around wow right now mm-hmm. so before i start talking about that i just want to complain okay. um about okay. how easy at my level wow is and we we touched on this like last episode but you know i'm a uh ahead of the curve raider mm-hmm. our guild is an ahead of the curve guild you know we get together and you know we, we're irl friends these days but we all met through the guild and you know we often have little meetups and social gatherings and we play other games on the discord and stuff and you know then we have guilds in final fantasy 14 and you know we play uh and we have loads of servers in like valhalla that we play on and we have like um, valhalla valheim valheim what did i say valhalla oh right Although, i think i was talking valhalla about, I was talking is about real. valhalla, if valhalla so. is real i like to think there are just yeah, lots yeah. of servers so, that no, we no, we got lots of, we got like multiple valheim servers and stuff like that oh, and, yeah. and you know we, we play a lot of thing. games together there was a huge huge borders gate uh kind of um thread channel oh, yeah. spoiler thing oh, when, yeah. when that game came Still out as well. um it's brilliant so but you know in terms of wow uh, and obviously lots of people there playing season of discovery as well but in terms of wow we get together and that's you know it's always the, the main reason why we know each other is the wow guild right mm-hmm. so we get together and we do the heroic raid and in the past that has taken us about you know anywhere up to about three months to complete the heroic raid mm-hmm. and and you know we'd struggle through we'd, we'd try we'd usually do like after the first couple of bosses we usually like a boss a week and get through and they would usually take some proper knuckling down all the way up till honestly uh Zaralek and Aberus and mm-hmm. and lastly and I've, I've been i've been raiding with them since hellfire citadel you know in wad and it was just like so noticeably easier um Aberus mm-hmm. than any other kind of heroic raid we'd done before you guys went through it so quickly yeah exactly and, and usually what we do when a new raid would come out is we go in and, and do it in normal first which could we usually take the first week because we only raid for like three hours twice a week mm-hmm. and you know we'd usually do the the normal raid first just to get out of the way and if we were struggling on any of the heroic bosses then we would kind of you know go into normal again and just just for gear and stuff like that but you know we we blew through uh normal and avarice um in half a night likewise with uh Amirgisil as well and um and and you know we're we're on Firak right now we'll, we'll probably kill Firak tonight 
You, you think know, so? I'd, I'd be pretty surprised if we didn't. Wow. And that's, you know, that's three Aww. weeks after release, I guess, four weeks after release. Yeah. Um, which is nothing at all, considering the, the amount of time that we put in. Yeah. And that's quick. And then once you get that, like, you, you know, you'll be you'll be farming it for a bit. And well, then, like, I remember, like, last time you guys stopped, like, really, really soon after. Yeah. People just lost motivation. And well, because you for, do. Because yeah. people, the, the fun part is progression, right? Of course. You know, we're not liquid or or method we don't need to farm that we don't need to kind of like you know do boost runs <laughs> we don't need to make billions of gold for the next race to world first by running people through heroic um so yeah like you know once once progression's done and we've we've got everyone who wants to get ahead of the curve ahead of the curve and like that does include some carries in the guild and stuff and you know then we used to go on to uh like glory achievements uh which would usually but uh, honestly people don't seem aren't really up for that anymore either no um no no so which i i do completely understand although it's one of those things where i'm like i i I always like miss one night of them yeah i'm never gonna get my glory and so i just resent having to be there for any of them i'm like i'm just helping for no reason Um, you know me evie i hate helping other people when there's nothing in it for me of course exactly and um uh oh and you saying that literally just uh, forgot what I was going to say. Oh no! Yeah, I'm so oh, sorry. Never mind. Uh, it's the exactly. hunger just like eating away at you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just, I, you've just I, got always, always. Italians on the I, mind. Always. Oh, when when do I not? Um, <laughs> but uh, oh, but the what's the what's the mount for the ahead of the curve this time? It's actually a good one, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Hold on. Oh, it's That's probably it. like the fiery. Like it's probably an owl yeah. or something. I guess. Uh, um, what's the head of the curve out this time? Anyway, I remember seeing it and being like, good, great. I'm in. Um, because <laughs> uh, I would, I would like, is, is that, no, yeah, the owl's mythic. What's the head of the curve one? Uh, ahead of the curve mount. Is there an ahead of curve mount? I thought there was. Might be making that up. I feel like I feel like I saw something and and I very yeah. briefly was like is it a mountain skin? Is it is it the Farak skin? Is it Farak? See, because I thought it see, was that's that. awesome. See, that's really so, it's, sick. It's, it's Farak skin, but it's not the uh, the shadow flame Farak skin. No, it it's like is the it, standard fiery. No, Firak. no, it is it is the uh, shadow flame one. Oh, it is. I think it is. Okay, and then oh yeah, I yeah. think so. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And then, like the other one is for um, it's purple. Yeah, it's purple for rock. So that's like that's wow, that's, that's wild. If you're if you're gonna get any like mount or mount skin from Dragonflight, you want the flaming for rock, right? Like you want the purple shadow flame for rock. So yeah, that's cool. So I will probably I might. That is a very cool one. In fact, it's a really good one. I might actually jump in and get that one um, for that. But yeah, likewise. So you know, even in just our like normal casual raids. People have just been bopping through it. That's never, that's, that's, uh, never like not what happens when <laughs> people just bop through it and on alts and stuff. Um, and because I show up an hour late, <laughs> like I get nothing, but because of that, because people are going so fast, um, people are, uh, going to go ahead and we're going to start doing some heroics. Mm. We're going to start doing some heroic bosses after, after normal. So maybe maybe the casual uh, normal raid night is going to turn into like 
uh, you know, another like re-energized run of doing heroic. Oh yeah, maybe. Oh, wow, that would actually be really cool, like a heroic alt run. Mm-hmm. I could turn up for that. I got characters that might might want to come up for that. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what, obviously you know I'd leave it to you, but I, I come when everyone you know all the kids are in bed and stuff like that, and then I then I see if I could join in. That'd mm-hmm. be cool. But yeah, so so you know, I I I know that the and, and the thing is it has got easier now whether the fights are easier or the tuning is easier or it's just that it's like so easy to gather all your gear together right now you know catalyst changes this season as well has made getting four set like a certainty basically in two or three weeks you know yeah. it's kind of like you have to be doing something really really wrong if you want yeah. four set to not get it it's within really three, simple three weeks. like just get a few vault slots yeah and i was that. i was super unlucky um, which is, oh, yeah, sorry. You, uh, with you my vault, yeah. uh, which is why I didn't get it in two weeks, but I, I got it in three then, right? And and yeah, you have four set now. Yeah, I have four oh, set. Yeah, I'm bopping good, it now. Good. My four set's amazing. Good. It's so good, uh, and I love it. And thank goodness I've got a whole you know whole week's worth out of it before the raids are over. Yeah. And we said this last week as well. I think Blizzard understands this, which is why four sets now very much for most classes do seem geared towards Mythic Plus rather than raid mm-hmm. oh, because definitely. like they know that's most of the use people are getting yeah. out of them, right? Yeah. You know, so they're not really something that you kind of get together during progression of the raid and that's the thing that kind of pushes you over the line or whatever it's like i mean yeah you're gonna get it uh super quick and the the raid's gonna be over super quick so enjoy mythic plus with your four set right it's kind of all built around that and you know that's fine i know it is quite popular for heroic to be this kind of um slightly easier experience and and you know if it's making the majority of the player base happy then it's a good thing right i'm only speaking you know i'm not saying i dislike this so it should change i'm just kind of pointing out that i guess you know there is that thing where it will be quite sad in a way when we kill firak tonight because that's progression over for basically a year yeah that's wild you know that's, that's um and then yeah think. because fated is just not the same yeah. uh it's not the same kind unless they like and you know there's not gonna be another tier raid so maybe there'll be like a mini raid or something if we're like super duper lucky whatever the big secret the blizzard been hiding is right whatever, what, that whatever is, the if filler it is be a mini raid yeah. I guess that could get the old gang back together but you know there is this thing of yeah i mean we are staring down the barrel of raid wise definitely a bit of a content drought for the next year yeah. you know and and that's kind of scary and with that in mind uh, and you know it sounds so stupid to say because dragonflight has been so amazing and been so full of content and people always say at this stage it's like you know why don't you just go into mythic and and, and we would love to but you know um it's not a difficulty barrier that stops us going into mythic although you know i'm sure it is too difficult for us because we're absolute scrubs but you know we would love to go in and try it and 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 do it but you know we we raid heroic partly because of the skill level but mostly because of the kind of like no stress level and by no stress i mean you know people can turn up they can not really know the fights they can go in but most importantly it doesn't matter how many people turn up mm. sometimes we have 15 people sometimes we have 25 and we'd hate to not be at a raid because 15 people turned up and we'd hate to bench people because 25 people turned up and and then there's that thing of when you get to heroic part of the oh, sorry when you get to mythic part of the game is like well you shouldn't really be playing that spec of your class yeah. you should probably be playing this spec mm. of the class for mm. this fight right and that's reasonable in in mythic i think that's actually part of the fun in mythic right finding the right and optimal group kind of compositions is part of mythic and i think it should be it is yeah. um yeah totally but what that means is it locks 
raid groups like us out of mythic Mm -hmm. not through necessarily a skill level but just because just from an organizational level just from a kind of like well we've got 25 people so and we don't really want to bench anyone we don't want to tell people what to play so i guess it's fuck us right (laughs) i feel feel like there maybe there i mean i'm sure you've talked about it with with the guild and like in discord but i feel like maybe there's a chance to, to organize you know, maybe why not have the, you know, we've got the, the super casual normal raids, the like the core heroic raids. And why not like a extracurricular like mythic raid? Yeah, totally. But then what if only 19 people turn up? Well, th- or what but, if 22 people turn up? Well, exactly. It's extracurricular, but it just requires like a bit of a d- disclaimer being like, hey, um, we're going to be more strict about what we play. We're going to strategize about who plays what what spec um who we you know be open to being benched or just not used in one raid like if that happens keep watching the raid and let's like stay in discord let's chat and like learn from it i feel like it would be you could be kind of just kind of a fun like i feel like you could keep it more relaxed um you know there will be but you just have to have rules in place right like you have yeah, like these so. people have to show up this is how it's going to be this is what you're probably going to play like we're all going to go through our logs <laughs> and which you i'm sure you all do anyway all the time um yeah and, but, and that's, that is usually something we do when <laughs> we usually go in and kill like the first three bosses of that's, Mythic that's, or something that's pretty like that. standard yeah. you know we quite often do that um and that's fun but you know no one wants to like farm the first three bosses every week right yeah um so yeah there is you know we will try and do that i'm sure particularly in the drought but you know it is it is we've we've gone from and also it's a new change right so there's that thing of heroic was plenty for us before mm-hmm. um because it would last like three months or whatever and there wouldn't be that much downtime until the next raid mm-hmm. and suddenly almost overnight really in dragonflight it's just not like that anymore and suddenly we're you know and we haven't had a chance to kind of adapt really to what it is now mm-hmm. so there's that thing of like the, the the gameplay mode that we like and that we've built our raid team around has become much easier and that's kind of left us in the lurch a little bit we just don't really yeah. know what to do with it um and yeah it's not just a case of well do the next highest difficulty like that is the case if you're going from normal to heroic because nothing changes apart from the difficulty mm-hmm. you know like it, it is literally the same setup it's still flex it's still everything else it's just harder mythic isn't just harder there are very strict requirements on the amount of people that can be in the raid and that you know, and, and the amount of people that the players that the raid is tuned for and things like that. And that does add a whole other level of when you've got a bunch of adults and grown-ups in your raid team, uh, it does affect you and it does kind of impact your ability to even try it, you know, absolutely. regardless of difficulty. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, um, so there's yeah. that. And, and, and you know, I, I the reason I, I started talking about this, I guess, was because we were talking about Mythic Plus and... You know, Mythic Plus is way easier now, too, um, just because of the amount of gear that's getting shoveled at you, like, the entire time mm. and how easy it is to get your sets together. I guess well, that's only going to get more so in, in the War Within. Right? Well, with the idea that you get a whole, like, new tier slot for world content, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, I was thinking about this, too, actually, because, you know, typically, you know, I would play where I would, you know, I would do, I'd try to do a bit of raiding and maybe do some keys. But there would be kind of, like, there would be a ceiling, there would be a threshold for me that I could pass if I really wanted to but just given the level that i was playing at like i would never go beyond a certain like eye level i would never go beyond a certain like kind of gear and basically like if something good drops like that would be my 
that would be my piece like that would be my chest piece and that would be like my my head piece and like that would that would kind of be it and but now <laughs> what's really fun actually i'm finding is cuz you you're getting loads of gear like you're you've got your four set now but now maybe i want to play around like which bits i of the four set i equip or like which slot goes where and then you've got like all the other uh you know just like loads of other gear and stuff dropping so just literally jumping on like ask mr robot and simming and then finding out what's good like i you know i know that's the correct way to play wow right is, is to always be like you know sending your stuff but a lot of people don't necessarily but i feel like because of the like the sheer amount of gear that drops now and the kind of the decrease it's kind of like a general generalized like world decrease de- feels like a decrease in difficulty like difficulty across the raids difficulty across uh acquiring gear difficulty across keys so like making stuff more accessible just means that uh, now I can play the game slightly differently to how I would used to, i.e. <laughs> using Ask Mr. Robot and like playing around with sets <laughs> more. And all that does for me is, or someone like me or someone in a sim- similar situation is just free them up to be like, well, maybe I'm going to play another spec or like, maybe I am going to take that extra bit of time to play yeah, alts. Like, because now I, I have like marginally more, I have like an increment more of time that uh, I want to put into the game and now I can put it somewhere else. Do you know that's like my favorite thing about being a healer is that I don't have to touch Sims at all. Really? Yeah, like I love not simming stuff. Wait, what? So I, I know you'd have you, thought you I would be sim? really into that stuff, right? Hold on, you you'd have, have thought, to. Like, I bet you'd have thought like Taliesin. If I know Taliesin, and I do. <laughs> yeah. I that dude lives for Sims and stuff, right? Yeah. And you're right. I I I feel like I should on you're, paper. You're not a spreadsheet user, but well, you're not, like no, I feel well, like you're an aspirational you spreadsheet you user. Really like sim. you're, a, yeah. you know, you, can't really you sim like the idea, but you want to like HPS, right? Uh, maybe more so a little bit on disc because so much of it is, is linked to damage. You could get a better idea, but basically yeah. you, you can't sim healing. Uh, and gear generally has a, a slight, it's generally accepted it has a bit of a lower effect on healers than it does on DPS and tanks anyway, mm-hmm. uh, which is why we're always last to get our, our gear in raid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know, fair enough, whatever, man. It's not like I even care. Don't even know why you brought that up. Why, why are you going on about it like all the time? You know, <laughs> that I don't get any raid in gear because I'm a healer. Like, it doesn't bother me. And you should probably just talk stop talking about it stop bringing it up it's like it's not a big deal but um yeah so like i i don't i i don't sim stuff and i love it i love not wow. simming stuff See, yeah i kind of I, I would kind of hate that I think. i've 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 always liked doing it like just slightly and gently and it felt like more of an aspirational thing right i'd yeah. find like my bis list and i'd i'd go i'd like you know try to get what i can and now suddenly it's a lot more achievable which is great and and i feel like the only roadblock that i have is pugging keys because that is the one place where people's like attitudes have not um like decreased in difficulty <laughs> do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like generally um pugging is um you know it's like some people are usually cool but still for those kind of like easy keys from whatever like 10 to to like 14 whatever things that i will probably be doing though like you know, not not actually super easy, but you know, doable. Like it's it's impossible to get into them because, well, I haven't had time to like just like crank out <laughs> the lower ones and like work on my rating and stuff. But so that's kind of yeah. So I feel like that's one place where um, that kind of attitude persists. But um, uh, kind of going into what you were saying about kind of uh, 
Dan, what Dan Olson sent over to us a little while ago, the, the method yeah. effect. Uh, so yeah, Dan Olson sent us, uh, uh, like, it's just in case you didn't know, right? Dan Olson from uh, Folding Ideas, Foldable Human on YouTube, our favorite YouTuber probably um, in the world and kind of our two degrees of separation from basically the whole of that awesome YouTube community, like yeah. H-Bomb Guy and yeah. uh, Sarah Z and uh, like um, uh, people like that, uh, Lindsay Ellis. <laughs> Um, you know, like uh, he was on uh, our live weekly reset um, roundtable at BlizzCon. No, we basically convinced him to come to BlizzCon to be in our show. And he was a, a well, scholar and a joy. gent and just a lovely human being. Yeah. And everything you ever want one of your. Yeah, I'm going to say the word, Evie. I'm going to say it one of your heroes to be do you know what i mean like in in terms of content creation and just like youtube stuff he's absolutely one of our heroes um and it's lovely when they just turn out to be really really nice isn't it as well as just like clever and charming Mm -hmm. and like all of the other things that you you want people to be and now that we're buddies and besties right he uh sends us uh well he sent us this kind of uh chart and this is from the first week of uh Dragonfly i was gonna season. say i'd like to see so, an updated version yeah of this. yeah um so i'm guessing that there are other versions of this post to keep it like updated right um but the uh mythic plus participation in the first week of season three mm-hmm. was uh not as high as in uh the first week of season one as you'd expect but way way higher than uh the equivalent in season two mm-hmm. uh so um here it yeah, is there we go. uh there it is yeah uh so that is uh we can see it on screen now for the people watching um and d- in dan's words he put this down to the medicine effects well in he, the aftermath of yeah. of uh of that because of the, the the discussion that kind of follows underneath uh this 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 uh chart that was posted is a lot is a lot of people talking about that specifically about this like you know what like i've i'm i feel like i've been invited to come back home or something and chalking up this drive to just to do just to do keys uh up to just like yeah the 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 medicine effect right this yeah. this call call to come back and like, okay well look i'm looking at the week three stats oh, now and yes. they're even more impressive yeah okay so so they've stayed incredibly steady since uh so so uh, this is uh, i'm not sure exactly where these figures are from like io i guess uh yeah radio io um so uh people like putting in logs and stuff like that so mm-hmm. not it's a it's a representative figure yeah. but the the real number will be higher obviously yeah, of course. um but yeah three million two hundred and twelve thousand nine hundred forty seven uh mythic plus runs in the first week of season one Where is only two million two hundred seventy thousand runs in the first uh week of season two and you would expect season three to be even lower again like mm-hmm. it's just a natural thing right you know people come back for an expansion they yeah. play a lot in an expansion and then as expansion goes on you know there's drop-off of course there is um and likewise throughout a season obviously the most participation you're going to get is going to be in the first week um but uh Season three was much closer to season one in terms of participation than it was um, uh, season two. Oh, so Radio IO uses uh, the Blizzard API. So this is like a, a very accurate figure nice. uh, by all accounts. Thank yeah. you for clarifying that in chat. Um, and But what's really, that's, that's remarkable in itself. And that's what um, Dan sent us. Uh, mm-hmm. But in the weeks past, um, 
up to uh, up to week three, which we're in right now, the figures are, are, are kind of astounding. Like week two, season three had the highest participation, mm-hmm. way more than than season one or two, mm-hmm. uh, which is absolutely wild. There's a huge drop off in week two of, uh, of of season one, and and then it picked up again. It makes you wonder what happened there. Actually, I mean, it looks like an anomaly in the figures, if I'm completely honest. But um, and you know, like season three at this point in week three is on a level with season one in terms of uh, uh, Mythic Plus participation, which is incredible, really. Like, it is, like, really good numbers. And, okay, the dungeons are especially good in this season's Mythic Plus, I think. I'm I'm into them. I'm into this, this, like, rotation. I think it's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, yeah, and I guess people just weren't really feeling it in in season two, which is understandable. But no, this, like, this, uh, seeing this... It's just great. And I feel like there's just an influx of people doing content that maybe they didn't do as much before. Doing more keys if you maybe didn't do keys as much before. And and, and I think it all really comes down to that like uh like easier gearing progression and suddenly having like opportunities. And like I said before, like suddenly having a bit more time. Like you can they've made it easier for you which just opens up roots for playing the game differently or trying out new things and i think that's that's really valuable it just goes to show that people aren't like doing things faster and then leaving sure. you know they're not just like oh oops i did it i'm done they're like i still have more wow time in me so i'm gonna put it into maybe doing some keys but like, i feel like you could have said that about season two as well like the the, the gearing was you know kind of comparable to how it is now um you know, it, it is some of that, the fact that Emerald Dream is just a more enjoyable patch and yeah. a more enjoyable, like, world zone than the Zaralek Caverns. Yes. Evie, Evie, <laughs> yes. who could have possibly predicted that being underground isn't actually yeah. a fun thing to do? I can't wait until next expansion, by the way. Yeah, and I actually, I actually have to disagree. Like, I didn't... <laughs> I felt, and maybe maybe because it was all tied tied together with like kind of the the story progression and, and being in the cave, and like I just I did not find season two the little bit of it that I touched like nearly as easy or enjoyable. Like yeah. I don't, you know, even even with like catalyst stuff, it's it's different now, right? Like you've you've got you can you can like get your old like you know catalyst like set like if you want um so it's i don't know i just it it feels different now and of course a lot of it like comes down to post blues con hype as well like yeah. you 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 have to include that in the equation um so uh, <laughs> a, a really good point just brought up in the chat here um i think you know the, the numbers for mythic plus participation are brilliant right now uh, and i think that dip in season one and week two is because of christmas mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think that's the uh, that's the that's what explains that dip there uh mm-hmm. which um but um, i i would expect a huge dip in mythic plus participation uh in week four because of course season of discovery right yeah. and everyone's oh, off yeah. playing that so there's that but I, I i still think it's really really impressive that amount of kind of uh mythic plus participation in in season three it's just you wouldn't expect it at all it's it's really great to see and yes i think some of that is just the fact that dragonflight is a banger zaralek Mm. the least appealing uh like season of um uh, of the game so far uh emerald dream really appealing patch really appealing world zone you know climax of the story stuff like that it's been really fun just to go and 
do gardening i know like the wow haters and mm-hmm. like ex wow players uh, have tried to turn it into this meme that you know the bloodless kind of disnified wow look they're all yeah. just farming and doing they're just like planting picking flowers. flowers and stuff now and it's like yeah and it's awesome like the whole kind of uh vibe of the emerald dream and going around doing that has been really really good and really enjoyable i love going and doing it all and stuff like that um and so there is that but i i genuinely think that some of it uh to lead us back into what i want to talk about i genuinely think that some of that is the medicine effect i think that there is just this surge of good energy around the game right now a lot of goodwill around wow yeah exactly and i i think that was started with dragonflight just being really good Mm -hmm. you know and and dragonflight had the advantage that it kind of it was Shadowlands' job to kind of weather the storm of all the controversies and things like that, and and mm-hmm. and of the world situation yeah. and stuff as well with the pandemic. So you know, it was Shadowlands' curse and cross to bear that it had to deal with all that, and you know whether that impacted the game or not. I don't know, but the game, you know, wasn't what a lot of people wanted back then as well. So that didn't go down particularly well. So it was this perfect storm of stuff. Um, and so Dragonflight benefits automatically from not being Shadowlands and from it, it course, marking yeah. kind of coming out the other side of that, I mm-hmm. guess, you know. Um, and and then with the game being really, really good, like it's, it's weirdly not controversial, I don't think. And correct me if you think I'm wrong in, in chat, guys, but it's not controversial in my experience to say that dragonflight is easily one of the top three expansions i feel like whether people agree with you or not mm-hmm. it's something that they don't argue against because it's like okay i might not agree with you but i can totally see why you <laughs> say that you know yeah. and there's just this kind yeah. of acceptance that that dragonflight is just a really really top draw expansion honestly it's not controversial to call it the best expansion that would obviously have a lot of people disagreeing sure but um i can probably disagree with myself but like you know you can say it and people wouldn't call you an idiot but at that (laughs) people would be like yeah okay yeah which is rare in the wow wow it's acceptable to list as your favorite yeah you You can say legion you can say wrath Mm -hmm. you can say mop and you can say uh now you can say dragonflight those are the ones you're allowed to say and you're not an idiot yeah so funny how it's now acceptable to love pandaria again yeah like we crossed we crossed the threshold because for a while it was like no 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 and then for a little bit it was like you know what it was actually and now everyone's like yeah it was amazing it was great yeah (laughs) we've like passed that like x number of years um yeah i mean i'm with you like legion was legion was the best legion was the bomb uh yeah i i do you know what it's that funny thing where like i I think the Dragonflight is probably a better expansion probably. than and, and, Legion. Yeah, like but all I in all. Legion more. Yeah, and like the story <laughs> in Legion. God, we got like the Nightborn. We had Suramar. Oh my God. And like the raids and the dungeons. I just, I just, yeah. Yeah. It peak. And I think whatever people think of it right now, and I think most people who are playing it really, really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there's a survivor's bias in that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think people generally accept whether they're playing it, whether they like it or not, mm-hmm. that it's a pretty good expansion it's a very popular expansion in in terms of player kind of vibe and, and, and enjoyment of it but um you know i think it will be remembered and i think its legacy will be that it will be the expansion where blizzard got its shit back together right and and where it came out the other side of some kind of systems and, and gameplay philosophies that 
kind of worked in Legion, but then over the course of the next two expansions, kind of morphed and evolved into something that basically was really dragging the game down. Yeah, that oh yeah. didn't like. Seeds were planted in Legion. Yeah, exactly. Not and good and in the end. those seeds, you know, they, they blossomed into beautiful orchids in Legion, <laughs> but then they were starting to get a bit rancid smelling by Shadowlands a lot of the time. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you know, uh, Dragonflight came out and pruned it like, uh, planted some all new seeds, oh, just spraying God. its seed Plant everywhere. Just... Yeah, exactly. And uh, and I'm all like, yeah, dragonfly, ah, la 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 la, give me your seed. Um, and uh, and and it's, I feel like people are marking the war within and the world sold saga as being the the whole new clean slate for WoW and this new start. But I think Dragonflight is that really, and I think Dragonflight will be remembered as that fresh start. Not only because, uh, not least of all, I should say because i think dragonflight will remain the new player experience in wow long after the war within oh i think so well at least for the duration of i think like the next whatever the the, the world soul world soul saga as it's coming out yeah i think it just makes yeah. sense you know like um eridicron is gonna be a major antagonist in the world soul saga that's seems pretty certain um and you know the events that he set in motion in dragonflight will be major events throughout the world soul saga that's obvious already um and you know like you go back to dragonflight and you have the quests that teach you how to do dragon riding mm -hmm. which is perfect if you're a new player absolutely right? so yeah. and, and that will remain perfect and good if you're a new player mm -hmm. like in expansions long after uh the war within so I, I yeah i think throughout the world soul saga definitely i wouldn't be surprised if dragonflight remained the the new player experience it seems perfect for that and because it's kind of contained and then like you know we see a Riddicron get released and and yeah. into the world and we see him start his plans and stuff with dragonflight <laughs> it just seems to make sense honestly and i think i, I would be perfectly happy with that yeah. i'd be like really happy with it, it being the new player experience yeah it's like it's like the it feels like the prequel to the rest the world soul saga yeah right? like yeah yeah it's kinda... you're, you're absolutely right kind of like the preamble even yeah kind of like the uh the prologue and like it's not it's not even like a winding up of it doesn't feel like a wrapping up of previous story it's like literally just like setting the groundwork and then everything goes out from there yeah totally um I, speaking of like you know obviously i think mists is uncontroversially uh uncontrovertibly considered one of the best expansions now um but obviously it wasn't at the time no. by a lot of people but have you seen that starting to happen with bfa now as well i've Just always the whole like reassessment of old expansions and stuff it's so funny because like i've always loved bfa like I, bfa is uh, is probably going to be like in my top three forever because i have so many so many good experiences of it that outweigh the bad stuff about it mm -hmm. like that, that outweigh you know doing the heart of azeroth even in the beginning like it was kind of fun right and like all the doing all like you know it was like systems bloat to the extreme but god like Boralus and zuldazar and like the whole jaina quest line and all like the anduin and and sarafang like dang like it's good it's so, it's like <laughs> it's so good and the zones were beautiful and yeah I, but it is funny yeah suddenly it, i mean people know people still on the most part like have a bad taste um post uh bfa for kind of understandable reasons but i mean nothing nothing matches the the like giant thumbs down that everyone gives 
Shadowlands at this point. Yeah, and, I have like there are a million different things that contribute to that as well. Oh yeah, it, it has yeah, been yeah. fun seeing the the slight reassessment of BFA ever since. You know, um, and that thing of you know people going back to zones to go to Mythic Plus dungeons and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. just being like, oh my god, this is actually amazing. I th- this is like such a vibe. This is so cool. And you know, going back and watching those Sylvanas and Saurfang cinematics and stuff like that. Oh my and, god, they were incredible. Yeah, they're, and, they're and so you know, good. the Brutosaur getting the Brutosaur yeah. like. Like yeah. good memories of that, and you know, people are going and doing it for time walking and stuff like that. And um, it's uh, it is wild to see that happening, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, when you're separated from it, you appreciate the parts of an expansion that weren't, you know, systems based. You know, because the systems move on in WoW and they change and stuff. So it's the fundamentals that you appreciate when you go back and look at a. a uh, um, an expansion and and bfa's fundamentals were amazing like so good yeah um dragnossi thank you for the big big cheer mate oh, uh, incredible. uh thank you for the super chat that's what they call them on Wowza. youtube the super chat uh we will um come back and, and address that at the at the towards the end of the uh, the podcast but thank you i really really appreciate it that's really cool yeah, thank you it's amazing um yes yeah, so uh but now going out of the back of Dragonflight, that's not what? sound like I want. The what? It. That's not going the where? That's not how I meant it to come that, out. Oh, I, the, the, he's or the dead. Dragonflight. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, uh, no. But no, no, I, I think I think there is this genuine like, and it's been it's been started by Dragonflight. I feel like the quality of Dragonflight and just the good vibes around Dragonflight has started this ball rolling. And then it's like with BlizzCon, Chris Metzen just kind of like scooped that ball up mm-hmm. and just turned it into like pure energy and it grew and it manifested. And I feel like, you know, I've had criticisms of of the actual announcement of the World Soul Saga and the War Within and stuff in the round table and, and yeah. things like that. Um, and but you know, there's no denying that the the whole community has been completely energized by absolutely by Nelson's oh my god appearance. At, at oh yeah, one, right. Oh yeah, and the fact that he was revealing something so big and so kind of ambitious just fits in with like the romantic ideal of him coming back to the company so much. It's like not only is Chris Metzen back, but how's this for like a ballsy play as well? You know, it's kind of like, it's, it's, it helps you to feel like it's not a cynical move. I'm not saying it's not, but it helps you to feel like it's not because it, it does certainly seem to be backed up by, actions when it comes mm-hmm. to like uh blizzard as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like we're gonna get chris Metzen back and not only that we're gonna back him with, with like a trilogy in the way that we wouldn't have anyone else exactly like, like we suddenly have the guts to do to, to just like come up and say all this stuff and like i feel like just kind of the the confidence or at least like the visible perceived confidence of like the the wow team has just done such a huge like 360 360 180 from <laughs> <laughs> well we're straight back <laughs> Uh, you know, sorry, I always do that. He's like 180 from Shadowlands, where there was just a lot of like the community feeling, like uh, sentiment and kind of towards WoW and like devs and people online. It was just like really in the pits. It was not, it was not good. But you know, starting to come out with these um, like uh, release, like you know, calendars and schedules, like patch cycles, yeah. and they're like when they at first when they first started coming out, people were like, mm, I don't really trust you. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like I don't really trust this is going to happen. But c- cool, you get a little bit of goodwill for showing that you're going to do it. And then they'd release kind of the first one and be like, okay, and then they'd continue just like hitting targets, and re- and it was and it felt like. 
it, the the community sentiment has, and at least in that regard has changed so much and mm-hmm. i that, and that goes kind of like across the board as well it's just like rebuilding the trust and like in in wow and what the team can do yeah which they've always been able to do but just being like also listening like switched mm-hmm. on responding to feedback it's just that it feel it feels so good so you have this like this like slow growth and like confidence and then chris metzen comes back and it's just like ah it's like oh, okay okay it's like it, it feels like it's on track yeah yeah. I, I, I think, you know, you wouldn't have got such a Chris Metzen effect. That wouldn't have been allowed to happen so much if, say, that announcement had happened at the end of Shadowlands. Oh, no, that would have been so bad. Fight. No, people no. wouldn't have been as trustful. No, people would have like, been like, you've just brought him in to, like, patch yeah. things up, right? Yeah, you know, and, and, and like, the, the fact that Dragonflight has happened and works <laughs> as, like, this really strong basis to let something like the Metzen effect then happen, mm. I think that's really, really important. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I, I think if if we'd thrown Metzen in at the end of Shadowlands like that, he'd have sunk with all the rest of the, you know, and you, yeah. there, there would have been yeah. a bump. There would have been, like, a, a kind of a, a rise in excitement and stuff, but it wouldn't have been the same. Yeah, as, I don't know. As, like, I think people you know, would have been like, oh, they're just desperate. Yeah, we they're like, they're, 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 they're like Dragonflight for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I would like to suggest mm-hmm. that um, I, the, the, the medicine effect is, is real and strong and I'm happy for it. I love to see it. I love to see it in the community. Just great. I, like, you know, it's just nicer to play a video game that everyone else is enjoying playing at its most fundamental level. Yeah. It's also nicer to do my job when everyone's enjoying the game. It's great, well. isn't it? You know, I make less money when yeah. everyone's not enjoying the game. Oh, yeah. You know, we can do some rage videos. Oh, yeah. We can be like, everyone's an idiot. What are they doing? Oh, and, oh, man, just rake it in, right? But yeah. I, as, as someone who just enjoys playing video games, I'd always much rather everyone's having a good time. Oh, and right. um, But I would like to suggest mm-hmm. that Chris, the medicine effect mm. is... Not a cause, but uh, a, an outcome mm-hmm. of something far more important, which I would like to suggest is the Holly Lonsdale effect. Ooh, you okay. See? So Elaborate. I think I well, I think like the, the the major change that we've seen in WoW coincides directly with Holly Lonsdale being made incredibly important it's holly right? longdale right? holly longdale i longdale. always call her lonsdale i don't know why yeah i'm an idiot that's why that's why that's the reason right so holly longdale is like pretty much the most important person in wow alongside john john height right now mm-hmm. you know like we ian has cost is his game director but you know and and uh, on a day-to-day has a lot of say in the game but you know longdale and and height are the producers they're the ones that decide what's actually going on sort of thing mm-hmm. and um John Height is John Height and he's wonderful and we all love him because how could you not? The beautiful little kind of cuddly, wonderful stoner. Isn't he isn't he just perfect? He's 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 the guy. If, if we'd been more similar ages and I'd known him in school, I think me and John Height would have been really, really good friends. That's a, that's I think a, that's we'd have been in a band together. And it would have been the best band. It would have been so good. <laughs> me and John Height, we'd have had the best band. Oh God, I'm still thinking about it. But Holly Longdale, I think, is has marked like a, a genuine like reinvigoration in the team and mm-hmm. uh, with an outlook like you know it's coincided and I'm sure it's not all her idea in the same way that I don't think you know the War Within or or the the World Soul Saga is is all Chris Metzen's doing you know but he he's there for it mm-hmm. um and and has helped kind of facilitate it in a way and likewise Holly Longdale has been there for stuff like like you were just saying the the um. Uh, the roadmap, which I think is such an in like 
low-key one of the most important things that Dragonflight has done differently from any other expansion. You know, not just the fact that the uh that the content has come thick and fast but that we've known way in advance that the content was going to come thick and fast like Mm -hmm. knowing it in advance has made it better like even the exact same incredibly impressive uh content cadence would not have been as good without the roadmap before it Mm -hmm. you know that that genuinely improves it Mm -hmm. um and and i you know holly longdale has been being at the the top for that happening and stuff and just having i know it sounds so stupid i know it's so it's so cheap it's so easy i am so easy i know but seeing holly come out onto stage at blizzcon wearing an alex straza coat amazing you just custom custom alex straza coat which she had commissioned and made right like yeah no and it's lovely and i mean she's been doing games for like 18 years and she she was back on everquest and everquest 2 and this like you know clearly is 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 like a a producer and like a game producer like of the like highest abilities um yeah and it's just like it's I, i just i just like her and i trust her and i just like seeing someone like that at the helm feels really good <laughs> yeah yeah totally um and i i feel like she uh she is a major major part of what has kind of almost you know crystallized into what we would now call the metzen effect mm-hmm. but i i think i think it's the holly longdale effect i really do i, I think you know she's great and i trust her and I, I, it's just it's just nice to see someone with a deep love of the game which mm-hmm. i know everyone in the team does because at this stage there's not many people like chris metzen left or whatever which you know we always kind of it's often framed as a bad thing like wow has lost something like all these 60 to 70 year olds who were working on wow like in the early 2000s mm-hmm. you know they're 60 and 70 and they don't want to make video games anymore right and oh isn't that isn't that a shame and it is but you know the flip side of that is pretty much everyone who works on wow these days is someone who played the game and really liked it mm-hmm. and probably you know in part became a game dev or like you know an animator or graphic designer you know a programmer or whatever or a designer because they liked wow Mm -hmm. and because they specifically wanted to work on wow so now you've got this team and it's like yeah they weren't around in 2004 or whatever Mm -hmm. they didn't work on warcraft 3 they didn't work on vanilla because they were 12 but like you know they played the game and they went into this business because they wanted to work on this game and that kind of like love in the team is there like you know writing through a stick of rock you know it's incredible Mm -hmm. um and uh, and I, I, Holly Longdale is like a, a a prime example of that, you know, someone who came to the game and is thrilled to be working for it because she liked it already. <laughs> yeah, no, and it, and it's and it's fair, and it's, it's, it's someone's mentioned in chat, like, yeah, it's uh, you have these these kind of like leadership positions which are essential in so many ways, but yeah, like you say, there's just this huge amount of of people like working on WoW. Um, at the minute who have you know and and i i maybe this is just because of like you know our engagement with the community and what we're tuning into but i remember you know even during shadowlands like starting to see like wow devs like really kind of showcasing and talking about stuff that they'd made Mm -hmm. and that they were proud of and like little little bits and bobs and like you know like opening up a bit sharing that like you know owning it really which is always a little bit 
frightening when you do it on the internet. Uh, but it just it just feels like that, and then going to BlizzCon, meeting lots of amazing new devs, like lots of like younger devs, you mm-hmm. know, like younger than us, like young folks, like coming into the game with with like energy and spirit, but still having. Um, you know, it's still basically having like guidance and, and the know-how and the kind of like decades of experience from kind of more senior roles. Um, it, it It's cool. And you can obviously you can never see into that. You don't actually know the workings of, of any of it. But um, from the outside, it, it feels like really really quite nice <laughs> yeah yeah and I, it, the game feels in safe hands again right now and, yeah. and medicine's part of that but I, I longdale's part of that and 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 the team in general you know and I, you get the sense that they're being allowed to do what they want to do in a way that they weren't necessarily in shadowlands mm-hmm. i think i think that's really great there's been you know we've talked about this forever on this on this channel but there's there was really a sense in 10.1 that there was like a reckoning and you know I don't think, put it this way, I don't think it's a coincidence that so much of the language uh, that they've used, like literally the characters have used in Dragonflight, mm-hmm. is about stepping out from under the shadow of your predecessors, mm-hmm. stepping out from like whatever legacy was left to you, oh, and, yeah. and finding your own way and doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying it's like a conscious thing, but I don't think it's a yeah. coincidence because there's been so yeah. much talk like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the idea that Ian Hasakostas <laughs> said himself in, in Shadowlands, he's like, you know, we were stuck in this thing of we inherited the golden goose. Mm-hmm. And what what do you do when you inherit the golden goose? Well, you don't change it. Like you, you, you stick to the things that the person, like if, mm-hmm. if the person who used to feed the golden goose is still there in the background going, this is how you feed the golden goose, get on with it. That's what you do, right? Of mm. course you do. Um, and there was a realization in Shadowlands, I think that it's like, no, we, we can't keep doing that. That's not, you know, no. it's not working. We have to be game designers and mm-hmm. design a game and make the game that we want to make um and you know we all love wow i trust that we're going to want it to be good and, and and that's the game we're going to make and that's exactly how dragonflight turned out um and yeah so much of the language in dragonflight is like stepping out from under shadows and escaping from legacies and, and stuff like that and i mm-hmm. i i yeah i, I think that's pretty meta yeah. yeah and now with metson creating a new legacy in the uh world soul saga mm-hmm. which is of course going to culminate in the last titan Who's the last Titan, Evie? Who? Who? I no, don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know who the last Titan is. Well, who would you who would you guess it is? Well, it's Azeroth, isn't it? Well, there you go. You did have an answer. Well, see. I know, but is it? Is it really? Uh, <laughs> does this lead us into our and our yeah, final I'm segment a, a really, of the show? Really, really good. Really like, good segue. Can I just say you're doing extremely well with your illness and your <laughs> hunger uh, at the moment? I'm going to keep mentioning it's really good. Well, um, thanks, Charlie. Thanks, I, I was ill and bunged up on the last episode. I still a bit am, but you're much more than me. And I hope you don't get comments like I got on the last episode of the podcast. Which were some of the comments? Which uh, one today was? Your speech impediment is really cringe. Your speech impediment. Yeah. Who's mine or yours? Well, mine, obviously, because I was ill oh. in the episode and I was really bunged up. Maybe they thought I had adenoids or something. I don't know. I just had a bunged up nose. You're so- oh. Or maybe they were talking about my weak R. You don't even have a weak I R. I do have a weak R. I went to drama school for three years, yeah, right? Okay, but- and one of the top drama schools in the country. And, like, basically, while everyone else was, like, acting and having fun, I you, did you have, like, an obsession in college? Like, some weird little thing that you desperately wanted to do or change? I had but, many, yeah. I'm not talking about sexy professors. I'm no. talking about, like, a little thing that you were, like, just a meaningless thing that you thought, you, like, you needed to solve or, like, get better at. Oh, and, yeah, definitely. What was it for you? Uh, probably my nose, probably. 
me. What? <laughs> yeah, I used to hate my nose. Why? I used to just be like, I used to think it was just absolutely massive. Wow. I mean, it is absolutely massive in, in a, a good way. A, a physical thing. Yeah. Well, like, no, because yeah, with me, it was like, okay, I, I was told I had a weak R. I was actually sat down. Um, my radio teacher really liked me and, uh, you know, gave me a really good report. And when my radio teacher gave me a really good report, like literally the, the vice head of Bristol Old Vic, like called me into a meeting and sat me down and was like, so I, I see they've given you a really good report in radio. You need to know that you'll never work in radio. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? Why? And they were like, because you've got a weak R. You've got a slightly weak R. You, you, and, and, it, it, and you'll never be able to just be a voice on you, the screen. And somewhere. I think, and look at you and literally at you doing a podcast right well, now but, as but we speak. That literally. mean comment, they saw through it. They saw through my, my charade. They were like, what's this speech impediment? Who's this speech impediment talking on my on this microphone right now? Um, so may, I, maybe that was my ex, uh, like my ex teacher. Uh, maybe exactly, maybe exactly. He was like, I wonder what Tally's up to right now. <laughs> oh, really? Let me Just give him. Let me give him some <laughs> feedback. Yeah, totally. Some constructive um, feedback. But that was my obsession in college. Wow, I was like, I, 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 I need to sort out my weak art, and I trained so hard, and I did like all the exercises and stuff, and I never ever shifted it, and I still, and it's got worse since then because I don't bother like doing exercise for it and stuff anymore um because why I, should I? i'm a world famous youtuber yeah but i've literally never noticed this yeah yeah like, they, what, they what, like what is a good what is a good way to like you know some, someone with a weak r is someone like you know like on monty python right like uh, like well, a michael no, I mean, that's, a, that's a proper lisp right but no a, no a, a no that's like no a weak r is like, like, like... That's all. you know it's a slightly we especially when but it's not like, when i say words like trash or uh fresh or uh like if there are i'm the not, kind of like, uh, you're not hearing that? you gotta okay, you know well, I literally, i'm sure there are people in the chat not going wild i never heard it before and you're not saying again yeah like you're not going like ooh woo like this isn't do you know what I mean? Like, um, <laughs> is it? Is it just, so I've never. I know this is one of the things that Tally has gone on about this no, from day one. And well, I, um, like I say, it was an obsession of mine. It's not anymore. But you know, like, so, so the the vice principal called me in one day and was like, "You'll never work in radio because you got a weak R." And then my dance teacher called me and said, "You'll never be a dancer because you got a weak ass." So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no no one ever claimed that a we gas at drama school no that was n never never talked no. about um so yeah but i cannot roll my r's for example which means uh you know obviously i'm welsh I'm no Italian. you cannot you cannot yeah. roll r's yeah actually. Uh, which which is quite bad for a shakespearean actor really it can be quite limiting which is what most of my work was when i left yeah. school uh, but also I'm, I'm welsh and italian and i have real difficulties with welsh and italian languages because they're so heavily rotic they're so heavily yeah. like, r-based um and and have like you know <laughs> an emphasis on on r sounds that i i actually i genuinely struggle with them it's like that's why they're such good singing languages because they've got such great r sounds and they're very like rotic. i'm sure you can roll an r like even uh, no, you, I guess you can't r like not even like a r like this is me do that again okay like this, is, this is me trying to do what you just did see that's plenty that's fine <laughs> Sorry. That is so cute. You just you just ignored you ignored the evidence of your own ears just so you could win an argument, and I love that. <laughs> Everyone heard it. Everyone heard it, and you were just like, "No, that's fine, mate." 
Nah, nah, nah. I'm hearing a beautiful roll dar right there. I'm, I win this one. Yeah, no, you're... Nah, nah, it's great. It's really good. Okay, fine. Um, you, you, you can... Yeah, so I'm uh, hopefully... Hopefully that you don't get really distracted by my weak R or my weak ass sound And you know, the thing podcast. is, you don't need a strong R when you have your accent. Yeah. Well, I Water. mean, you do. I'm... Right? Like, you don't need to... <laughs> you're making me go... You've given it back to me. This is so. This is the. Like, this is, uh, so far we've done four episodes of this uh, podcast, and like three of them have just been us coughing like absolute mad people yeah. into the Tally, microphones. Telling is not so a tongue sorry. guy. I beg I'm to so differ. Sorry. I beg to differ. Um, um. So anyway, I'm hoping that you don't get any comments like that. I hope you only get really nice comments saying how how actually, if anything, being ill makes you sound slightly sexier. And I'm, I say slightly sexier off the off the charts, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I hope that, that was a bit of a tangent. But yeah, I'm it was. It was. I'm sure I'll be okay. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Azeroth, the last yeah. Titan. Now, right. Azeroth has been referred to as the last Titan before in game. Rathian has referred to her as the last Titan. Has he? In, okay. In Mists of Pandaria. Uh, no, not Mists of Pandaria, but at some point, I think. Well, he refers to a last Titan. Okay. Because, uh, of course, we didn't know that um, uh, Azeroth was a Titan back then. That didn't get kind of canonized uh, until Chronicle, which came out just before Legion. Um, and uh, pretty much the last thing uh, that uh, Chris Metzen was involved in in Warcraft before he, he kind of moved on. And uh, Magni does refer to her as the final Titan, I think, okay. with Illidan um, right. in uh, 7.3 in Legion okay. as well. So it's there's not a precedent for this. Like Azeroth has been referred to as something like the last a titan last before titan, now final so titan. it's perfectly natural a to... titan exactly, right she's been yeah. called a titan it's perfectly natural to think of azeroth uh being the, the the last titan in question when it comes to the final installment of the world soul saga and mm. you know ever since chronicle came out and clarified that yes Azeroth is a titan and you know the other titans are protecting our world and our timeline because they want her to be born and 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 take up her rightful place in the mm -hmm. pantheon and what have you ever since then th there's been this kind of you know realization that well okay at some point Azeroth needs to be born in right. that case and mm -hmm. you know they they refer to her being born mm -hmm. what exactly does that mean mm -hmm. um and so a video that I've I've wanted to make for well, ever since Chronicle came out, which is, I guess, six years ago, seven years ago, um, it, we finally got around to actually making it uh, last week and putting it out. Um, and this is how long this video has been in production, Avatel. Um, how long has it been in production? We use animations in, in this uh, video that we commissioned Evo to make in like 2019 these yep. animations of uh like troll azeroth kind of bursting out of like he created the model and he put the animations together and then i i kind of like added the world and, mm -hmm. and like got her bursting out and stuff like that but he created these and we commissioned and we paid him for them mm -hmm. in 2019 and, and then thank we were like, goodness i didn't lose them with like most no. of the other footage that i lost from 2019 well when we were <laughs> talking about what videos we we're going to come out with uh we we're like last month so like um so I think I'm just gonna do the 
the like the the what happens when Azeroth is born video finally and it's like, yeah what what better time that? I thought yeah. to bring it out than in the aftermath of uh, BlizzCon and mm. you know suddenly it's a topic of conversation again and the idea that yeah I I think it's not unreasonable to think that Azeroth might be born by the end of the expansion right mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I, it's it's not unreasonable to imagine that the World Soul Saga will in some way kind of climax as it were with Azeroth being born so it seemed like a good time to make this video and to talk about that and and you know the, the video when we conceived of it back in 2016 or 17 whenever it was was you know it was kind of going to be like a list video yeah. like you know what are the different ways that Azeroth could be born and what would that look like for us you know what, what would that mean for us so you know there's the obvious one like her popping out of the world like an mm-hmm. egg that would obviously be pretty bad for us right right uh there's the whole uh well maybe she is the world and she's like basically like a transformer and that's kind of how uh, the titans are com- uh, discussed in chronicle honestly hmm. that they that you know their their bodies are living planets which mm-hmm. suggests that their body was literally the planet and and you know uh, we, one thing that is interesting that we didn't get to touch on in the video is actually like we don't ever hear much about the titans planets right mm-hmm. if they all came from planets what are those planets? Are they still around? Can we go visit them? It would be really nice to go and talk to some of the people who live on those planets if they're still around. Yeah. See what they think of the Titans. Yeah. Uh, might be quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Or are those planets still living like as the body of the Titan in question? Mm-hmm. Would we need to fly on to the body of said Titan? And like, are there people still living on them? Who yeah. knows? But like- I mean, all these things that could well happen in, in, in the last Titan could be really, really interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, so... Uh, and, and then there's you, you, they could just manifest maybe next to the planet, which I think is is the kind of like the most likely one, but probably the least interesting one as well. I think regardless of what happens, I think Azeroth has to be born and then uh, she has to take the sword. Like, oh, yeah. The, well, that's what you want. Isn't you know what you? I mean? Like, yeah. it's got to be like, this is yeah. the perfect size sword. I mean, I kind of feel like if that doesn't ha- if if Azeroth being born, you know, if the cinematic that shows her being born the end of that isn't literally her either if, if it is her body mm-hmm. like reaching into her body and pulling out the sword or if she manifests next to the planet just it's pulling it out of the planet or whatever love it. if that's not how that ends I mean, then to. I'm not sure I can ever trust WoW again the Metzen effect will go down like a lead balloon <laughs> it'll be like Metzen you let us down dude are you absolutely kidding me like if she's like oh I'm back oh well see you guys and it's like your sword dude your sword and I mean <laughs> it makes perfect sense what with them hyping up the sword at like blizzcon and the t-shirts right like right they've just launched like this trilogy they're not calling it a trilogy they're calling it a saga (laughs) right but just like getting that back into your consciousness for a reason right not it's not just because it's a meme it is a meme obviously yeah i think it's mostly because it's a meme no 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 i think it's literally like it's it's a reason and um it's not it, it's there it's there for a reason and i think that is the reason it's yeah, just for like no, a I, really I, cool I mean, show piece and we've all kind of thought that since day one right mm-hmm. as well especially when you know the sword was in there uh and that was just such a great end to legion mm-hmm. or, or to that patch in legion mm-hmm. and then with bfa being based around the after effects of that as well there was very much a kind of an opinion back then it's like yeah she's gonna get born she's gonna take the sword out of her body or out of the planet and mm-hmm. that'll be her sword and yeah it has to happen of course and if, if that's not like a highlight of the world soul saga then i don't know even know what i'm doing in my life anymore frankly but um you know then we moved on to kind of uh you know 
the kind of things we'd only have been able to discuss uh, in Dragonflight and, mm-hmm. and in the and knowing that the World Soul Saga was coming and knowing that the final expansion in the World Soul Saga was called The Last Titan. So I'm really glad that we did hold off making this video, yeah. obviously. Um, because like it's some super interesting ideas, I think, and some talk, not least of all the fact that, you know, the dragons in, in that really, really well-received uh, raid ending cinematic <laughs> literally flat out come and say, like, and well, I know people disagree with yeah, this, no, but I was gonna say. in my opinion, they, they literally just say, this is not titan magic that's what it sounds like to me and right in my opinion they are they are just flat out saying azeroth is not a titan yeah and it it feels to me like like the kind of thing that later on when azeroth isn't a titan everyone's gonna be like well that came out of nowhere i was like no because you decided to not believe them when they said two expansions ago yeah exactly and uh, (laughs) and i and i like the bit kind of in the video where you go on to like you know if, if if she's she's not a titan what is she but this i like the idea of of azeroth being like a a a being that has yet to be like imprinted that like maybe the titans go around looking for these little world souls to just be like you know like titanize um can i I just say thanks for watching the video yeah i appreciate that yeah of course i I really appreciate um yeah i hope you liked and shared and subscribed i did i did i did my best i subscribed yeah well i unsubscribed and i subscribed again just because i'm (laughs) always i appreciate that um so and i and i really like the idea and that fits in really neatly with um with the dragons being like oh this isn't this isn't titan what is this this is something this is like hers this is azeroth's special (laughs) like magic um so yeah, so the, knowing that the the Titans are maybe something separate, maybe in conflict, but not necessarily. Like maybe benevolent, benevolent, but not really. Like we, you know, already have hints that they have. They 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 dabble. They like to dabble with things and like you know, uh, living beings and humanity and the future and mind control. Like they do some dabbling, <laughs> which is supposedly. Uh, for the greater good, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I mean, and I am never, I am never gonna trust like a god force in like any no, man. piece I've got a natural of distrust media. of authority, and I dislike exactly, the exactly. Like I have no, like I instantly, like I see any titans, any titan watchers, and I'm like, I don't trust you. Why would I? You guys telling me how the world actually is? Of course you have. Of course it's not the way you're telling me because that's just how it works, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, um, and, and yeah, exactly. And, and the theory that we kind of, uh, I'm working with really that I'm I'm kind of discussing a lot now is the idea that yeah, world souls are world souls. They're not titan world souls they're not like void world souls they're not light world souls they're not life world souls they're not like death world souls no they're just but they they could be they they, could be any of those things but they are just world souls right Mm -hmm. and you know maybe they would never become anything else and they would be born pure and maybe their first one i I think she's probably a first one i think she's probably going to turn out to be a first one right but the idea that all of the world souls that have been born you know they were also first ones but we know that for example the titans uh they turned the um uh primal incarnates before they're primal incarnates they turned their eggs into titan infused dragons <clears throat> into members of the flights <laughs> without the permission of their parents yeah. right so they they zapped the eggs with titan magic and they turned them into you know 
aspects members not you know aspects but like mm. dragonflight dragons they turned them into titan dragons mm-hmm. why wouldn't they do that with a world soul as well it's just like on a bigger scale right yeah so this idea that it's you know they are going around looking for world souls so that more titans can be born but it's actually them zapping the world soul and infusing the world soul with arcane magic or order magic as blizzard insists on order me. magic uh, uh, arcane magic and and that's what turns the world's world soul into a titan and you know that applies to everything the idea that the void can come along and do the same mm-hmm. and then a dark titan is born or whatever or like mm-hmm. or or a void lord maybe that's you know mm. we've been told that they want to create a uh, a void titan because that's the titan's understanding of what they're trying to do but you know literally maybe that's how void lords are created maybe you know, yeah. maybe maybe it's how like the, the most powerful naru are created when when the the light do it maybe it's maybe there already is a life magic world uh, titan mm. that got born mm-hmm. you know maybe the the life realm did find a world soul that no one else had found and infused it and maybe the, the life titan was born maybe that's who a loon is right you know like yeah. the, all yeah. these yeah, like be. brilliant kind of possibilities that this theory opens up which i i really really like um because we know it's established in the warcraft universe that when you infuse someone with a whole bunch of power from one of the cosmoses they become of that cosmos mm-hmm. they can even switch cosmos mm. you know the idea that uh the eridar being the perfect example they become demons they become mm-hmm. members of the a different cosmos and literally go to twisting nether when they die instead of the shadowlands because they've been so infused with with fell the same thing happened with uh argus being infused with death magic mm-hmm. that he went to the shadowlands instead when he should not have he should have gone wherever you know i guess titans go or whatever um and like yeah i, I think it's a really interesting idea i think it's fascinating i think there's uh, i think it's i'm I feel like it's probably where the story's going, but I won't be butthurt if it's not. Don't worry. I don't mind. I, I have no, okay. like, I'm not fixing my personality to this theory or anything like that. If it's wrong, oh, it's wrong. Thank I don't goodness. mind. Thank but goodness. at the moment, it seems like a really fun thing to think about. Um, and Wowhead shared this uh, video today, which did, yeah. is always nice to see. I love it when Wowhead share our videos. Thank you, Wowhead. Doing us a solid yeah. and putting it out there. Well, partly because, of course, um, uh, Discordian Kitty... Uh, who is a, uh, a Wowhead writer helped us out with the script yeah, is, is, yeah. is credited as co-writer on this script yeah um, and you know helped us formulate like the structure of it and like like she always does just come in and, and give us a really excellent kind of like you know uh, co-writing job so thank you for uh, Discordian Kitty on that one yeah amazing and I have to say the um, the discussion that's kind of unfolding under that Wowhead article <laughs> rather I am pleasantly surprised. Well, this is actually why I wanted to talk about this yeah, on the podcast yeah, today, actually. Yeah, it's it wouldn't really... have occurred to me to speak about this. No, on the, me neither. Uh, on, on and, you know, and if I ever really look at the comments, I just it's like kind of like peeking through one eye. Yeah. Um, there's actually re- there's a, lots of really cool discussion happening there. Likewise, in the comment section of the, the actual YouTube video where people are kind of presenting their own theories on this. Oh, so, yeah. Um, and so, so it's really good. Like, so the, the comments in the YouTube video are mostly from people who have watch the video right which is mm-hmm. excellent thank mm-hmm. you really mm-hmm. really nice of you um and uh the comments in the wowhead article completely understandably are mostly from people who haven't watched the video <laughs> and it is interesting to note the difference in comments that you get there uh again completely understandably um and, yeah. and thank you for anyone who's commented on it at yeah, all cheers, uh, but particularly if you have watched the video really appreciate that one mm-hmm. if you haven't you should it's a, it's a good video We're very proud of it mm-hmm. um but yeah uh so like a lot of um it, it's funny the, the, as you have just seen the image that we've we've shown on the screen of the video and what we use the 
thumbnail is Evo's model that he created uh, of our kind of possibility of what uh, the world soul might look like. Troll, trolls are um, off. And she is trolls are off. Mm-hmm. She's a troll, but with like Azerite colored hair mm-hmm. and bits of Azerite sticking out of her, mm-hmm. looking really cool. She's a female yeah, I troll. I that was like really sweet when. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and like, you know, it was, it, was, it was something that I, I really liked. And it's something that barely anyone mentions in the comments of the YouTube uh, video at all, but it's all anyone talks about in the Wowhead comments. Yeah, of course. It's the thing that people have latched onto. It's like, why is she a troll? She wouldn't be a troll. That's ridiculous. Why is she a troll? <laughs> now, uh, interestingly, we never mention in the video no. that we think she'd be a troll. No, it's just um, one possibility. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. She is, she, and, and, you know, we use a lot of fan art uh, in this video of, you know, various depictions uh, of Azeroth. And there's some really good troll, like, oh, Azeroth yeah. fan art. But, but all of which, you know, obviously we credit on screen in the video when we show it and mm-hmm. we have a, a links to all that art. Uh, and it's community art and, you know, it's it, it's amazing to be able to link to that. But glad we did that with H-Bomber Guy's plagiarism video coming out a few days after. Oh, babe. I'm glad I didn't have to feel bad about that i'm glad i could sit there i'm glad being all smug like cited your sources yeah, like an actual person yeah totally <laughs> um but uh yeah so like if you want to find um if you haven't noticed that in the comments um by the way uh, and you want to find any of the art that is in that video because there are some absolute bangers mm-hmm. uh, but you know this video features many many depictions of azeroth uh, some of which are trolls, but most of which aren't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we never mention what we think Azeroth is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, this really, really famous Love one by Frenone, the, uh, uh, like the blue skin, just like sexy lady, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of like almost sort of innocent, naive looking uh, kind of yeah. person, which is probably the most famous kind of fan art mm-hmm. of Azeroth, I think. Um, and obviously, like, you know, Battle for Azeroth had loads of these things coming out. Of course. Uh, this one, which is what inspired the troll idea, um, uh, <laughs> Uh, from uh, Hypnos World of a beautiful that. troll Azeroth, which is which is really, really great. But yeah, so like good. I say, most of the images we use that depict Azeroth aren't mm. uh, troll-like at all. And we, yeah. we never say what we think she would look like. So the, the, the troll images are just in there amongst all the many, many other mm-hmm. non-troll images, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, it's, it's funny that obviously it's in the thumbnail, so I can understand that People are just responding to the thumbnail. If you haven't watched the video, you're just responding to the thumbnails. You're like, why do you think she's going to be a troll? So, you know, we don't say in the video that we do think she'll be a troll, but there is a reason for having her as a troll. Mm -hmm. Like, a good reason for having her as a troll in that the trolls are the, we think, the oldest kind of, you know, sentient life that naturally occurred on Azeroth, Mm -hmm. right? It was the first life forms, you know, like, that properly evolved naturally mm-hmm. on azeroth that weren't like elements elementals or oh god like spawn or like yeah. titan constructs or, or something like that so according to chronicle that is right so sure. you know you think well why why did the life forms evolve to look like that wouldn't it be nice if you know that's what azeroth looks like and you know it, it for me there's just a bit of fun in having her not be a sexy humanoid like lady yeah for once right yeah yeah totally you but know. then then you get the, the quite reasonable argument which is like well all titans do kind of look like humans right mm-hmm. they do all look like kind of sexy stone like planty human type people and indeed their constructs that then turned into humans do as well right mm-hmm. uh, which is a really good point except for the fact that yeah the entire point of the video is that maybe she's not a titan though 
Yeah. So it's okay that she doesn't look like the other Titans because the thing we're the thing we're suggesting in the video is, is that, that she's not. She might not maybe, be. Maybe not. Who um, knows? Yeah. Maybe maybe we're kind of pushing that point by having her not look like a Titan. It's it's okay. Yeah. Um, something that was really interesting was like you know. Uh, an interesting point, though, that I do like was it's like, you know, the trolls turned into night elves when they encountered the blood of Azeroth in the in the Well of Eternity, right? And right. the blood of Azeroth turned them into night elves. So if anything, that suggests that mm. Azeroth looks like a night elf. And I do really like that. I really like that mm. as an idea. I think that's really cool. Um, and But, you know, got enough night elves, haven't we? as a night elf player no never enough never enough um i don't think i don't think uh, asworth turned out to be a goblin but you know it's just i don't i'm not saying she would look like it's a, 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 a troll i just you know i like the idea that she might that's all i think it's cute and i i like fan art that depicts her as a troll but i'm not i'm not seriously suggesting that she would but I do genuinely like it as an idea. Um, and, and the idea that, yeah, so the Titans, yeah, they all look kind of, I wouldn't even say they look like humans really, but they, you know, they look kind of more human than a troll does. But then, you know, and then people say, well, Argus doesn't look like a Draenei. I'm like, he kind of does. Really? <laughs> he doesn't look, sure. He doesn't look unlike a dragon yeah, like <laughs> you know kind of to be yeah. fair, he's wearing a big spiky helmet you can't see what his head looks like yeah. under there like he's he's big and muscly and like triangle shaped and blue like he looks a bit like a he looks a bit Just like a, a dranai to me like he looks a little bit like an eridar to me dude um you know so mm -hmm. i i don't buy that as an argument but i i I, uh, yeah, I, I think it's fun to kind of speculate what she might look like. Um, and the idea is that she, if she's not a, a Titan by default, you know, why can't she look like anything? She doesn't have to look like the, the Titans. You know, if, if, the, if the Void properly got hold of her, they would turn her... She would look a whole lot more Void Lordy, right? Um, and she wouldn't look troll then. If the Titans managed to continue their work on her and like properly turn her into a titan according to the theory then yeah she probably would come out looking a lot more titany but the idea is that she's not that which is uh you know yeah. half the idea and then there's that thing that you know the uh, the the uh, logo for um the last titan is literally a titan prison oh um, is it so yeah yeah uh so last i missed this titan <laughs> uh logo so here is the I'm, I'm showing it on screen for everyone to see now. Oh, so uh, open it. image and new tab. So this is just like a tightly kind of swirly thing. We all recognize yeah. this, right? But then uh, you go uh, Aridicron <laughs> Titan Prison. Let's put that into Google and let's have a look at this. Uh, and you know we've seen this in um, uh, we've seen this in, uh, in, in, at the end of the first raid, and it's not just suggestive of the prison that Aridicron is kept in. Oh, it, like the rooms that. are exactly the same. Wow. Even can you see the ridges along the side? Yeah. Are in the same place and stuff like that. It, it's the wow. same thing. Okay. It's not suggestive. It is literally the prison that we saw Aridicron and the other Prime Incarnates in at the end of the raid. So okay. you know the logo cool. for the last Titan 
is literally a titan prison. And then you kind of think about Sylvanas, don't you, saying this world is a prison mm-hmm. and what have you. And then you think, well, yeah, maybe the titans are turning this first one world soul into a titan against her will, right. you know, yeah. um, and, and keeping her in prison to do that, just like just like the Legion did with Argus. They mm-hmm. kept him in prison so they mm-hmm. could use him as a big fell battery, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the titans are doing something similar. Maybe you have to imprison the world souls so that you can kind of like, you know, so they're not born normally and they can you can do it your own way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe uh, because <laughs> of the sword and everything, maybe Azeroth has now become conscious of that and mm-hmm. she's now suddenly aware of what the titans mm-hmm. are doing to her. Yeah. And like, that's why she's calling to us. Yeah, and that's why her help. magic is different. And that's why she's empowering people herself to like create a force that can fight against the titans. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, so many incredibly interesting ways that this can go and I love it. What, what do you think of all those bombshells that just landed on you? Yeah, and I'm, I'm devastated. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. absolutely crushed and in awe, speechless. No, I think I think I think it's really cool. I think the I mean, congrats to whoever dug up this uh this uh titan prison uh imagery here because like that's so that's so telling yeah um that's like so, like just so evocative right and yeah. um yeah yeah no and and it, and it makes me think that yeah there's something something is up azeroth is reaching out to us we know she's she because magni is ref- she's always referred oh, to yeah, as she like, like yeah. always um I mean, is it, but is it Azeroth re- speaking to us? Is the voice Azeroth or is the voice Zelatath? Is the voice. I, I don't, I don't else? go along with the whole, it's a fake voice it's a thing. Fake voice. Personally, okay. I don't go along with the whole Zalatath is tricking us. I. Zalatath has never felt the need to trick us before. Mm-hmm. She's always been pretty straight up. Speaking as a, 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 sh- a shadow priest, you know, like she never ever tried to trick you. She was just like, she was always mm-hmm. going to be like, I'm going to F you up. She was always pretty And then I'm going to F up this entire it. world. Yeah. And like, bring me over here so I can F up this guy. Like, she's <laughs> never been shy about her real intentions or anything true. like that. So I, I, I don't think she's really a kind of a tricksy kind of person. She's just like, no, she's going to destroy bad. you. Yeah. And I'm going to destroy you by doing something you haven't worked out yet. Yeah. But yeah. I don't need to trick you. Yeah, I just you just don't, you haven't worked out my plans. Like. And it, and it, yeah, no, you think you're right. I think it, and the way the characters talk about like, oh, like you know, I felt something. It was her, you know, like yeah, yeah, you know, like that feels that feels genuine, right? Yeah, yeah. So I I don't I don't feel like Zalatath would pretend to be someone else. No. I think she loves being herself too much. Oh, she loves. She doesn't herself. need to do that. Like, uh, can, you, can, point, you imagine, can you imagine? Can imagine Shara pretending to be someone no, else? No, exactly. Um, oh, like, I hope she comes back. I, I miss <laughs> oh, her. I think that's almost certain. I miss her so. Much. Uh, you know, they're not like, they're not the kind of people that would don a disguise they do the james bond thing you know like other spies you know maybe disguise like you know tom cruise in mission impossible he disguises himself he puts mm-hmm. on a mask he becomes someone else like james bond walks into the uh to the casino where the baddie is and he's like and the baddie's like what's your name and he's james bond and yeah. the baddie goes oh i've heard of you you work for mi6 yeah <laughs> and james bond's like oh cover blown <laughs> yeah it's true i do you're right and that's like how every james bond movie goes and, and zalatath is definitely more on the james bond end of the spectrum yeah absolutely. in terms of she's like pretty you know, tra- no, you're right. nothing to hide you're right she's pretty transparent she wouldn't bother with with trying to trick like humans like she would or citizens of azeroth like she would yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah. think you're right about that. Um, but anyway, so there's there's that. Uh, so that's uh, that's. I just wanted to touch on that and, and talk about the ideas in the video and some of the responses. And I just found it really funny um, how all the talk in the Wowhead uh, comments like zeroed in on the fact that she was a yeah. A, you uh, say all the talk. There, there are a few. There are a few kind of um, 
yeah threads on that but other than that there are actually some really good discussions about just kind of the the content of the video and whether she's a titan what oh, the video yeah. there's a there's a lot there's a lot going on there so um and it's one of the reasons i love making videos like yeah. this as well is because i love going to the youtube comments of those videos and and you know it, it's harder now than it was in the very early days but reading through the comments and kind of getting all the ideas that people have mm-hmm. and and we might not be able to respond to everything but just seeing people talking about the ideas and having their own ideas and uh, it's so great it's oh, like it's easy my favorite type of video to make Love um, it. so thank you if you have contributed to that conversation on the uh the comments of that video if you haven't maybe give it a go uh before we bring the uh podcast to a close i just want to have a, a look at uh we, we did have a couple of super chats today um so <laughs> i do love calling them super chats super chats yeah uh, thank you for allowing me to say the word super chats everyone much appreciated mm-hmm. uh just rico saying hi at the beginning of the stream always good to see you rico thank you cheers um, rico and then dragnossi says how are you both experiencing demand for wow content at this point uh has the summer drop finally turned around how do you think the next few months will look dragnossi uh p.s happy christmas to you merry christmas to you too uh, thank you christmas can be amazing i'm so looking forward to it oh can't wait uh we, we just like we've asked um anira and our son what he wants for christmas and he just said a race car a blue race car a blue race car and we're trying to work out exactly what that means like does he want one that he can ride does he want one that he can play with does he want a remote control one it could be be anything but it's something very specific and it's our job to find out what exactly he knows knows exactly what he wants and now we have to like dig out what what he truly means yeah yeah (laughs) um in in terms of like wow content and demand for wow content uh i don't know man i like i you know with uh the combination of of uh all the great stuff that's happening in classic and the announcement of uh the world soul saga and stuff i think like we said in, in this stream really there is a really good vibe around, around wow at the moment um and ironically that's not always great for content creations so, you know like no. you know it's much easier to tap into like an audience when people are angry about stuff uh but you know i'm I'm happy with it not being like that i'm much rather people are excited about the game and like excited about uh the future and stuff um and you know from uh, i i don't know about views or anything like that because i can't speak for any other youtubers either but from a creation point of view it is much easier to have videos that i want to make absolutely and, yeah. and you know i've always got like a backlog of videos that i want to make but that backlog has become even more kind of urgent recently with things that i really want to talk about and videos that i really want to make and 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 you know all the kind of lead up to a new expansion is always great but when you've got this whole overarching narrative it's one of the reasons making videos in bfa was so good because not only were people generally pretty angry <laughs> but even more importantly um there was always story beats to discuss you know there was always like there's there's a lot of story um and story presentation in that expansion which is just so good for youtubers like us to talk about um and i'm really looking forward to a story focused kind of trilogy um mm-hmm. because i think that's something that we're good at talking about it's something oh, yeah. we really enjoy talking about and yes. it's something we enjoy hearing from viewers and stuff about as well and hearing from the community about so yeah like uh very uh relishing the idea of of uh all the cool stuff we're gonna have to talk about in the lead up to um the war within and the story stuff that's apparently gonna be happening in, in dragonflight as well i was talking about a um, potential content <laughs> route earlier but you know 
the team seem pretty confident that there'll be stuff filling it mm-hmm. not a raid but you know story patches and things like that and i think i think dragonflight's approach to story patches helped by the fact that we've had more patches um has been really good i've, I've really enjoyed it what do you think Abby? yeah no absolutely it's like it's it's just it's just going so well at the minute it's brilliant yeah, so, yeah. And, and you know after blizzcon there's always that as well anyway because you it takes so long to get through all the ideas that you have during blizzcon from the announcements and stuff like that uh, and to make all those especially for us man oh yeah Uh, if we were a different creator maybe we could get all those videos out in a couple of weeks but we we spend a little bit longer on it unfortunately so yeah um, i mean yeah another thing on kind of the content creation side of things like all this is great news for us which means because there are people talking about the story of wow and mm. stuff that we like we like that's really good but at the same time there's also such a huge amount of like content and just playable stuff so like i found myself even watching more just like straight up like oh, yeah. how to do x how to like nagura put out a video like in the first week and was like this is literally what you need to do in week one and i was like tell me we tell used me, to make those lady. videos man. we did we did but um, but there's a huge appetite for those yeah. like one because you have all these returning players who need to like wrap their heads around the the catalysts and stuff like you just you know and also you just like there's so much stuff that you just something like i found myself watching that more whereas before i would be like no not at all that's fine yeah. I, I got this like now i'm like yes tell me what to do um there are a bunch of like little short guides um actually on on instagram uh and i think that like laced has done that are just these like super oh, quick like on instagram are great yeah. yeah who are just like here's this toy here's how to get it here are the coordinates here's like a neat little like one minute like explainer on how to get what you want and again like that you know i th- i think it's brilliant that that content is thriving as well because there's just so much stuff yeah to see and do uh so yeah uh short answer uh it feels great to be talking about wow right now it's really exciting to be making content for it thank you for asking and lawcrafty uh first ones tried combining their six cosmic powers into something greater than the sum of their parts azeroth may be like us mortals able to wield all powers but belonging to none in less corrupted order got arm and thule yeah pretty much that's what mm-hmm. i think um i feel like you know in uh Firim's diary in shadowlands uh you know there's talk of the six and then the other and then right the, okay. like the one outside of the six so Interesting. like the six is presumably the cosmoses and then the one outside would appear to be us it would appear right. to be reality you know hmm. it's like one of the things i've always wondered about with the titans is you know they are of the arcane realm or the order realm right so why are they in our universe why are they born in our reality because our reality is separate from the arcane cosmos right you know like the void is a literal plane of existence like the twisting nether and the fell is a plane of existence the death realm is a plane of existence like so is so is the the titan realm right so why why are they here why are they born here and and it's that thing of like well they are now i'm thinking they're kind of like the equivalent of old gods like old gods don't really exist in the void realm they're created specifically to come into our reality and leave the void um and and find world souls to corrupt Hmm. or you know corrupt the site we call it corrupting but for them it's just they're just making right it's like (laughs) um and and so yeah maybe the titans are that and maybe they're equivalents for all of the god maybe that's what naru is right um and and so they're equivalents of all of that everywhere um and i wonder in that case what do the actual residents of uh the 
arcane realm actually look like because you know the void lords don't actually look like old gods like the old gods are the fleshy things that they chuck into our reality but Mm. void gods and void lords are something very distinct Mm -hmm. they don't look like that at all Mm. um so that you know you go to the void and that's what people in the void look like is 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 that they don't look like old gods and likewise i guess if you go to the the order realm if you go to the arcane realm it's it's reasonable to assume that actually people don't look like titans there they look like something else and i i, I wonder what that is mm. right um and, and likewise any other realm you can think of yeah. so um and then and 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 then there's that thing of like well you know the shadowlands is shown as being on the cosmos chart kind of separate from the death realm and actually a part of our reality in the same way that the emerald dream is like the mirror of the shadowlands is not whatever the mirror of the death realm is on the cosmos chart it's it's the emerald dream like the Shadowlands is kind of a part of our reality as well in a way that the Death Realm isn't because the Death Realm is its own thing, which makes me think that we have, we've got the wrong impression about what the Shadowlands even, even is still, um, which I don't think the expansion of Shadowlands really helped at all. Um, but, you know, I think there's something you can play with there. Um, and uh, and not, you know, retcon out Shadowlands, but kind of clarify the shadowlands and what happened in the shadowlands kind of out of importance a little bit does that make sense yeah yeah and i I think there's definitely potential to do that on the on the cosmos chart that existed before right so um yeah i think you can do it but yeah i i i definitely think when firin refers to the the sixth and then the other the seventh on the outside he's talking about reality our reality and i feel like you know the world souls and the first ones would probably be something to do with that uh yeah really interesting to think Mm. about and to Mm -hmm. um food for thought yeah yeah totally Mm. uh but super interesting to talk about wow and we didn't think we'd have much to talk about this episode exactly i think it's our longest episode ever that's really no way yeah um awesome so guys thank you so much for joining us today um for our podcast there'll be another episode next week please check out our um youtube channel both our main channel talies and evertel and our second channel talies and evertel's second channel which is mostly us talking on stream and doing things like that. we finished the board of gate three epilogues on stream this week we did what do you think of that oh, don't get me started <laughs> don't me i loved it it was emotional it was emotional i uh, loved it did you find closure though uh yeah well i uh, well uh eve and gail are now married canonically um they live yeah a lot you of are mrs uh, they live mrs decarios yeah, yeah love it um yeah my my gail uh turned out went went the good way in the end yeah um loved it uh yeah it, it was so good just seeing everybody and like just uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh. now i have like loads speaking of youtube i have loads of epilogues that i will now watch from oh, yeah, other like exactly. scenarios and yeah. stuff i really look forward to that uh so yeah we had a fun time on stream this week we um, did. but uh you can also follow us on twitter you can follow us on um twitch uh twitch and instagram instagram as well which i, I imagine it's probably been about 20 posts since last episode uh-huh. on instagram uh-huh. like, yeah we're really good. uh so join us there uh but thank you to everyone who joined us for the podcast today we will see you next time from me taliesin and me evertel until next time cheerio bye go eat evertel <laughs>